good afternoon, technical elfies. Do we have a name for the troops, the squad, the technically, the technically, oh, did you change the scene? You see what happens when you do my job? Yeah, falling apart. <sighs> Every now and then I fall apart. Mm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Thursday. May the uh, what, this is the ninth today, I think. It is the, the ninth? ninth. It is. Oh, there you go. Two thousand and nineteen. It's technical off a podcast. It's time to talk about video games, movies, television. And uh, more often than not, sex. That does happen. Via analogies. And sometimes actually just sex. Pretty soon we're going to have to like just invite uh, Sue on the show. She's dead. Okay. Well, we can try it anyway. Or likely dead. I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and guess. I'm going to be honest. I think she's still alive. You know what? I'm going you know, to search that here in a sec after I'm making the technical awful posts on social media. I bet you she's still alive and banging, bro. If she's alive, she's banging. 100%. But anyway, only Canadians. I think that was like only a Canadian show, right? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm surprised she's not like an internet sensation. Well, she was. her problem was she was just before the internet, like really, you know, if she was, if she, if she had, uh, you know, really ramped up like even seven or eight years after she did. Yeah. That would be like the show. Because there's nothing like having a grandmother basically tell you in vivid description. Oh, no holding like, back. Like sucking a dick and just taking something in the ass and stuff. It was so fu- it was so funny to watch her because there was just there was no reservations about anything. No filter. No filter. None. Just the deep down and dirty descriptions. Yep. That was her. She's uh, alive. She's on Conan. Are you serious? Are you fucking kidding me? That's incredible. She's on Conan. What is she doing on Conan? Conan knows what's good in life, and he made it happen. I just, I just inadvertently made a Conan the Barbarian joke, and I didn't even realize I did it until it came out of my mouth. Sue, Sue Johansson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me see where she's at now. Sunday Night Sex Show. She's, like she's eighty nine. She is alive. It was a Canadian show. Um, let me try and find out what she's been up to. Okay, it looks like Wikipedia is just not keeping up with her. Uh, with what she's doing. That's that's a it's criminal. That is criminal. I'm gonna I'm just gonna Google her ass real quick. Let me see here. So she was born in nineteen thirty, which makes her eighty nine years old. Oh wow. I so she's it. old and she's definitely fucking. hundred percent. I can tell you that right now. Or at least she's like She's going out on the bed, bro. Dude, she is on Twitter. I am and not asleep. I am absolutely oh, She's on no. Twitter. She's only got two hundred and seventy eight followers. That can't be her, dude. That that that's a crime if that's her. Impossible. That's a crime. She'd have she'd have hundreds of thousands. She better have hundreds of thousands. Let me check her IMDb here. Let me see what she's been up to. Um. So her last credits, uh, was in 2013. She was on the show called The Hour as herself. Um. She was on the Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Uh, all the way from 2006 to 2011. Oh, there she you was go. on Degrassi. <laughs> she 
She uh, was probably on uh, Degrassi. Did she play like the the sex ed I, teacher or some I, shit? I, I, I'd be very angry if if, if that uh, wasn't the case. If that wasn't the case. <laughs> the episodes that she was on, they were one was called Careless Whisper. Oh my god! Another one was called The Mating Game. Oh, so anyway, anytime you're making George Michael references, that's a good time. It's a great time. So what's going on, Adam? Oh, you know, lots of stuff. Uh, but not really, because as we get closer to E3, the news gets shorter and shorter as time goes on. It's all right. Uh, but, you know, there were, uh, it's not to say that some of this stuff wasn't actually pretty major news this week. It's just that there isn't, like, the usual, uh, smattering. So, uh, let's, let's just start with a, a pretty big one. So, Riot, uh, 150 Riot employees, as in Riot Games, the fine folks that produce League of uh, Saltfest. 150 Riot employees walked out in protest the other day. Damn. Uh, because uh, in protest of forced arbitration and the sexist culture, which I think we talked about in the past not long ago. This would have only been maybe a couple of months ago when Riot was uh, in headlines over the fact that they um, were being particularly sexually awkward let's say yep. um bit of a fraternity type deal bit of a bit of a um i'm not even gonna call it old boys club because they're a bunch of teenagers uh so young old fuck boys, boys club, club. Fuck boys club cuck boys club <laughs> no 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 that, that would actually mean they were in the same room as somebody having sex um no they're the, the some of the the heads of that company are actually fuck lords beyond belief uh and doesn't surprise me it pr- no it, it surprises it no it, it surprises nobody it doesn't surprise me uh but the employees started talking more and more about it especially some of the females uh when they were like bringing stuff up um they'd just be told you know basically it was like congratulations yeah you know don't take it so seriously go fuck yourself <laughs> Great. right uh and and you if you want to get into it uh, if you haven't somehow managed to hear or hear, or hear about this, uh, I haven't that heard stuff, about this. Well, I heard about we talked the, the about that before, but this this, this is yeah, new. This is new, but right. like in terms of if you haven't heard about the the uh, the the nature of, of Riot over the last couple of months, then by all means, there's lots of literature in which you can uh, you can you can browse while you're taking a painful shit, uh, because it might actually be painful enough to read that you'll forget about the fact you're taking a painful shit, mm. and that'd be productive. Uh, so they had 150 walkout, and this was a planned thing. Obviously, ahead of time, they you know premeditated this stuff. Uh, so, you know, 150 employees is a lot of employees, and there were more that that um, you know were on the fence about it, but they were scared to do it because they didn't want to get you know the retaliation. They were scared fired? of retaliation, right? Yeah, either being fired or worse, you know, being well, shoehorned ran out. like yeah, ran out. Like yeah, they'll make it so uncomfortable like oh, for yeah. you that you just leave. That you just quit. They know that like legally they can't fire you, but they're just going to make it a nightmare for you yep. to the point where you just want to quit. Make you work overtime, like yeah. fucking just shut make you, your life. Yeah, just, make your life hell. Ignore just, you. Just, yeah. just fuck you. Yeah, we all we've all been there. We know what the, we know what that's like. And if it hasn't happened to you, you've at least watched it happen before. Hell yeah, uh, uh, at least at least a couple times. So this was. Um, other than the fact that this is obviously major for Riot, this is actually, so far as I know anyway, um, the first major labor-related walkout for a gaming company. Okay. I don't think this has happened before, uh, to my knowledge. 
And if it has happened before, I doubt it's been a hundred. I doubt it's been this big. Not 150. 150 is a lot of That's people. That's a lot of people. Surprised uh, there's that many people all working together at the same time. Of riots. I know riots big, monstrous. but I don't know if maybe some of those people came in on their day off or there's legitimately 150 people oh, working oh, yeah. at all times. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Damn. Yeah. It's a grueling, grueling uh, job going on in there. Damn. So, if you don't know what forced arbitration is, which was part of this thing, it wasn't just the fact that uh, all the men were being assholes. Uh, not, all, not all the men, but you know what I mean. Uh, forced arbitration is when a company requires either like an employee or a consumer uh, to submit any kind of disputes that they have uh, to a... Uh, basically, it ends up being like to a, an arbitration. It ends up being like a third party, and you're just supposed to like talk it out, shake hands, and have a great time. So, like, uh, you don't get a chance to, or you sign your uh, ability away to, um, uh, like sue them or participate in class action lawsuits, like as an as a as a uh, consumer or as a um. As an employee, like you don't have, you can't appeal anything. You can't like bring. You just basically get fucked. Is, is what it is. Great. They write this uh, like uh, for consumer stuff. They write this into fine print all the time, um, so that you know they uh, consumers can't come back at the at the company or when it comes to employment as like a condition of employment. When you sign to go into the company, you're like you know you know ahead of time you're not going to be able to do shit. They just don't want to have to deal with it. You go to a forced arbitration. You go deal with it internally. It never, re- you never reaches the public, and that's the whole idea, right? It's a PR thing. It's a control thing, and it's ass. And it's a, it's actually way too common. This happens a lot in other video game companies and companies in general. Forced arbitration is relatively uh, common. A lot of um, places uh, have had it been fought in the past where employees are trying to get that sorted because it is bullshit. It's mm. it's, it's basically like a and almost a get-out-of-jail-free card for the company to do damn near whatever they want internally. Nothing ever ma- is made publicly known, uh, and they can just clean up any kind of internal conflict without anything. Either A, it almost always goes in their favor, and B, it never gets public anyway, and so they don't have to deal with the backlash from from the public. Um, they said that, if uh, the organizer said that, if Riot doesn't make a commitment to the forced arbitration and or the fact that their company is fucked internally with this whole sexual uh, misconduct kind of stuff by the 16th of May that they have something else planned. They haven't given specifics yet, but there's something else oh, planned. Oh, they got a little threat going down. Uh, yeah, they're, they're Make trying your to, changes or we're going to drop the next ball. Trying to push some Maybe buttons. Maybe it's some video footage. The uh, act. Oh my God. Bro, uh, my life would be made... Like I don't, I don't want a bunch of people to lose their jobs at Riot, but uh, there, I mean, anyone that's been in the esports industry that's worked directly with Riot, all of them have said over and over again that Riot is a shit tier company. They're horrible to their employees. They're horrible to the people around them. They're horrible to the people that they contract. They pay as little as humanly possible. They fuck with you at every corner that they can, and they just get away with it over and over again. And every time one of these things comes up, people keep thinking, "Oh, this is where." Finally, it's been this major thing's been made public. They're going to have to do something about it. Nope. No. Every time. Yep. In fact, when uh, when this came out, uh, you probably know uh, Monte Cristo is, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, He's been pretty vocal against Riot. Yeah, because when he left, uh, he was... Even Monty, who is arguably the best analytical shoutcaster in esports, It's uh, there's not very many that would be above him, um, they treated him like dog shit. 
and he left and he's been crushing super it. vocal yeah <laughs> about their about their fuckery and the first thing I, I when i saw this pop up first thing i did was went to go check to see if monty said anything about it and all he said was you know uh something along the lines of i wish that i wish that this was actually going to result in anything but it won't but it's 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 likely to not do anything. Yeah, it's just the unfortunate. Well, I mean, all the it. all the bo- all the fanboys and fangirls are going to keep playing League of Legends. Nothing's going to happen on the inside. Exactly, and that's just going to be the show. I mean, it's kind of hard to take down a a company that's already known to be toxic, not only yeah. business wise, but in the game itself. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Like, there's. What are you going to do? It just adds more. It just adds. We already know it's a toxic atmosphere. So, I guess on the upside for this, and and they were you know people have been talking about this as well is is worst case scenario maybe this doesn't pan out for Riot, but the fact that 150 people at a company the size of Riot did this might encourage other people in other companies that are experiencing have to do similar same. problems to do the same. And at some point in that line maybe there's going to be success at one of those locations, right? Yeah, and yeah. this kind of thing has probably been sorely needed in the video game industry for a couple of decades now. Uh, so the fact that it's finally happening is not the worst thing. They're doing it, they're, they're handling it well. Riot is, you know, trying to do their best to to look good in this, where they're saying, you know, we've instructed the management to allow them to do this and uh, that they'll be taking steps to make sure that nobody's retaliated against, but you damn well know that all oh, 150 on. of those oh, people yeah. are fucking marked now. Yeah. Oh, marked hard. They got targets on them. And you know the people, there's probably a bunch of people that didn't go out that wanted to go out, but they're like, I can't ain't, do it. I ain't taking that risk, motherfuckers. I ain't taking that risk. I got mouths to feed. Because I'm telling you right now, whenever, if, if, if magically eight months from now, Riot suddenly goes, yeah, you know, the game's you know, falling on hard times because the numbers for LOL hasn't been... I mean, Battle Royales have been taking a cut at everybody, and League of Legends in general, a lot of their influencers are just like, fuck this game, like, we're over it. Well, League of Legends resides it's, almost exclusively in Korea now. Yeah. So I, it wouldn't surprise me all of a sudden that eight, nine months from now, Riot goes, yeah, unfortunately, since, uh, you know, we're, we got to cut back, you know, where the, or, you know, the profits aren't as, aren't as thick... Next thing you know, it all those people, a lot of those people that were out on that protest, they're getting axed. Oh yeah, and the and the excuse will be, well, we're making we're making general cuts. There's no, you know, this department's got to go. This department's got to go. We're just making we're making some uh, some what, what? How do they always word it? The restructuring. We're yes. going through we're going through a restructuring period, mm. whereby we pay ourselves huge amounts of bonuses at the top, and then axe everyone at the bottom. Yes. To make up for it. Yes. Great. Speaking of doing that, um, Randy Pitchford. <laughs> Borderlands! The saga continues! Woo! So we talked about uh, Borderlands' whole gameplay thing last week, but the thing that's kind of come up since then is, and, and I mentioned it uh, when we were talking about it, is that the original voice actor for Claptrap was replaced. It's a different dude doing vo- uh, Claptrap now. And bless his heart, he's trying. But it's just not the same thing. Um, so I looked a little bit more into this and it didn't take very long before I ended up finding, um, other stuff cropping up from this. Cause Randy Pitchford just can't keep his fucking mouth shut. Surprise. That dude is Surprise. self-destruct 101, uh, and has been for a long time, but my God, is he ever making an effort on this one? He's really putting the what work in. What is he in. saying now, Adam? Okay. So, uh, well, it's actually not necessarily what he's saying so much as, as what he, what he allegedly did. 
Oh, allegedly. You, put, you had to pull out the allegedly. Allegedly. So uh, he was talking in regards to the Claptrap guy, the, the original voiceover guy. He was talking uh, recently about like this big game about how he was uh, being compensated really very well. And and uh, and he was just being greedy and, and, and whatnot. Uh, and, and basically trying to make this voice actor look like he was... The devil? Just, yeah, doing his, doing his, his whatever, right? So as it turns out, the voice actor went, all right, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go out there and lay this shit out. And so he has. Oh boy, here we go. So, um, apparently, well, we already know that Randy's a little bit, he's got a few screws loose, Mm -hmm. um, you know, but you don't know how much of that is just a guy running his mouth and how much it actually spills over into the internal business stuff. Sometimes people are just you know, publicly vocal about stuff in stupid ways. And then when it comes to business, they keep their mouth shut and they just do whatever they need to do. Yep. That doesn't seem to be the case with Randy Pitchford. Uh, so back in sometime in, in 2000 and, uh, did I write that down? Yes. So, uh, the original Claptrap voice actor's name is David Eddings says that Gearbox CEO, Randy Pitchford physically assaulted him after, uh, and this was back in 2017. Okay. Uh, they were at, I can't remember, they were at a gaming convention of some kind. I can't remember which one it was that he mentioned that it was. But uh, he basically reported it almost immediately to HR in March of 2017. And then uh, the next day, Randy Pitchford fired him. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, starting to explain. St- things are starting to. Uh, starting to add up a little bit here. Starting to add up. So, uh, so allegedly, because that's where we're at in this point in the story, allegedly assaulted, not allegedly fired. <laughs> no, he was fired. And Randy admitted in another in another interview that he himself actually fired the guy. So we we don't have to guess at that. That actually did happen. Uh, and so, uh, <laughs> so when that happened, obviously there was some fallout there. He leaves Gearbox. The voice actor leaves Gearbox. And uh, but when Borderlands Three comes around. He gets approached, hey, do you want to come back and reprise your role as Claptrap? And he said he took a while to think about it, right? Because yeah. this had happened a couple of years ago or whatever. And he was he, he said he thought to himself, well, probably a couple of things. One, it's good money, obviously. But he said yeah. he said he was actually going to do it for free, but he put free in quotation marks. Because what he wanted was uh he wanted to to do Borderlands 3 for for whatever, like nothing. But he wanted to get all of his back pay from royalties that they took from him when he got fired back in 2017. And he wanted an apology from Randy. That's what he wanted to come back and do this role. Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay. And then that's what, and, but they didn't want to give that to him. And so that's why he turned it down. So it wasn't that he was looking for so huge why amounts couldn't of money. He, why couldn't he get his royalties? Isn't that what he's, what he's promised via contract, like, like through oh, his there's, contract? There's all, I mean, how many times have people been fucked out of royalties? I suppose, I suppose. That but you would think is, on something that big. That shit is like, really common for like writers of books and shit to get fucked out of royalties on movie deals and yeah. everything else. Like there's, it just, it happens. Um, so that's allegedly where we're at right now. Uh, he let that all out on, uh, on Twitter and, and, you know, mentioned, and there was a whack of like, uh, Gearbox employees that this guy was really good friends with respond to him on Twitter. They've all seen the shit. They were like, they were like having these, 
these little interactions on Twitter where they weren't saying the crazy shit that they saw, but it was like, it's almost like when you're looking across the room, you, you see that hot chick over there, you got your bro with you, you don't even have to, no, you, you just, telepathically. You just know. It's the nod, yeah, right? Just like, you just know. You know what's up. They were doing that on Twitter. They're like, remember, it's like, it's like they were saying nothing, but remember, it was like, remember that time? Mm. And the thing happened and this, and this person did this uh. and this crazy and fetch it. It's like, I believe you. I know what went down here. So, I, and really, given what we've seen from Randy Pitchford on Twitter and in oh, he's general, crazy. he's crazy. He's uh, the odds of him having not done at least a good portion of what's being accused here, slim. Slim. Very slim. It's fucking slim. Now, Gearbox is apparently going along with this uh, this case and, and taking it seriously, and so uh, there's going to be a third party that comes in to do this whatever, oh, to fuck. look into it, uh, but... Uh, I mean, that's that's where that's at. So if people are wondering what happened to Claptrap or the voice actor or whatever, that, you know. that is where we're at right now, is that apparently there was an assault. Uh, he reported to HR. He got fired the next day by Randy himself. Rip. Uh, gets offered to come back, offers to do it for a, a reduced cost with just royalties and back royalties, plus an apology for you know Randy being a cunt. Mm. Uh, not getting that, turning down the deal. And now you have some other dude trying to do their best impersonation of Claptrap uh, and, and not really getting her done. Uh, so that's, that's what's gone down there. So if, when, if anything else comes up out of that, I'll, uh, I'll make sure to update as the weeks go on. But oh, for now, the drama, the drama, the drama. Man, oh, man. I mean, the video game industry is fucking whack, bro. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's a bunch of, I mean, when you think about it, right? And, and, uh, and, and, and it's sad, but I'm just going to go with the stereotype. It's fucking whack, bro. It's, it's a bunch of, there's a bunch of people. It's either, I know in the esport world, the the vast majority of people are young, and they were here for the boom, and now they've got a ton of money, um, they've got a ton of power and influence. So there's a lot of egos. There's a, a lot of young people that are just fucking living the the L.A. life, that lifestyle, that that dream. Yep. Then you've got a whole bunch of leeches that like suck onto these people. And then you've got the gaming companies where it's either, and the vast majority of it are like failed CEOs of other companies. Yes. Or they're midlife crisis guys that are trying to stay young enough that they still think they're cool. They, they think they, 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 they understand the... Uh, the, the landscape, the, yeah, like it, it's it's a. I've dealt with. Hello, fellow children. That's what that, that's that's <laughs> that's literally it. Now, Steve that, Buscemi in the th fucking hat. That's and literally that's, yeah. it. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, I, there are there are exceptions. Yes, there of definitely are exceptions. But yeah. man, oh man, dude, I swear, if if you lined up twenty people, I have no idea who they are. You lined up twenty people, and you said, "All right, fifteen of them." Are in the video game industry, mm. powerful, influential people. I bet you, out of the fifteen people, I could easily, easily pick out thirteen of them, twelve, thirteen of them, just by the way they look. <laughs> They've got like, and, and just like if they if they spoke like three sentences, they each had like, tell <laughs> ASL sir, ASL sir, ASL sir. ASL, sir, or ma'am. You don't see too many females. Uh, not very many. Or at Jade least not Raymond is in a couple of others. Not yeah, very not, many. Yeah, not many females. You probably should have more. Yeah, probably. But, uh, Unfortunately, they're just getting sexually harassed at the at the mid-range and uh, not going any further. Why not? 
It's fuck crazy, dude. It's absolute crazy. I'm fucking going there, Jeff. Oh. Pro Jared has dick pics on the internet, oh. and he cheated allegedly oh. on his wife with another, uh, I guess, gaming YouTuber. These people exist in a realm of YouTube that you and I haven't even bothered to fuck with in a long time. Bro, I can't even keep up with a YouTube, man. It's just- YouTube just keeps going. Uh, I mean, I knew the name when I saw it pop. My Twitter timeline blew up last night with it, but it's just, I don't need to spend a lot of time on this, but just fucking, it's just, it goes in line with this whole, the video game industry from the content creation mm. right up through to the fucking making the video games themselves is that, God damn, mm. people need to slow their roll. Mm. Just slow the fuck down for a second, bro. Man, oh man. People are fucking... Every, everybody's fucking everybody, and it's everybody's drama. It's like a big high school fuck show. It's like we went through high LA school... LA is tenure. a weird fucking place. Dude, it's a fucking gong show. Uh, like, I feel like LA has officially become, like, its own... Uh, it's it's almost like the Truman Show, but everyone is the individually mm, Truman. Truman. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're all, they're all, it's like they all get so used to playing a part that, you know, in terms of trying to climb that social, the socialite LA ladder, mm. whether it's on the YouTube side yeah. or the, the traditional media side, that they all, it's like at some point Bro, their original personality gone. just, it's gone. Gone and it's replaced by this fake yeah, fucking, dude. well, whatever the shit. The thing is, is, is in order to make it big for the vast majority of people on YouTube, even in Twitch to some degree, you got you to gotta live on the West Coast. You got to live in L.A. You got to be part of the know. You got to be, you know, you got to suck the right dicks. And the thing is... Literally. That's not a metaphor. No, no, I mean... You have to suck some penis. Like, legit sucking dicks. Not all of them are clean. No, but you do it anyway. You have to. For the fame and fortune. You have to. Right? That, the, the dream. Dude, it's crazy, man. Like... You gotta you and and here you want to know what the you want to know what the craziest thing about all this is before before uh, before it just looks like I'm complaining about the LA folks and how fucking you know uh, how stupid a lot of these I have guys a lot of are. friends in LA but they aren't well fake. I, well I do t- I do too <laughs> but here here's here's the thing the funny thing about all this is I'd be the one in LA if it wasn't for my wife yes and we weren't together yeah I would have been the one in LA sucking the right dicks oh 100 percent. And I would have became an L.A. cuck lord with a lot more money than I have today. <laughs> but you'd but be I'd an L.A. Be, cuck I'd lord. be a fucking L.A. cuck lord. I'd be wearing fucking sports blazers all the time. I'd be wearing three hundred dollar pairs of pants. I'd be wa- I'd be using. Be you'd wearing- be dating a girl that wears too much makeup and only owns three pairs of Lululemon fucking. And she's yeah, and she's only with me for the fucking Instagram followers. Yeah. <laughs> and she makes sure I tag her in every single photo that we're with together. So that she can get that fucking Instagram clout. Yeah. And then when she's finally big enough on Instagram and she gets those sponsorship deals. She's fucking she, pro Jared. She, then, <laughs> then, she, then she just fucks off and out, now I'm no longer with her and I'm heartbroken because I realize that she's only with me because I'm famous. Uh, and, then I, and then I just take another girl under my wing that I randomly met on YouTube. When did you get I a boxing them? match with somebody? I went to see. Yeah, I could do that too. You know, I went to an L.A. party and there was a girl that was up and coming and she isn't originally from L.A. but she's... She's in here from New York. She's with a couple of her friends. And I think to myself, well, maybe I can make this girl's dream come true. And maybe she can suck a mean dick, too. So I bring her in. Next thing you know it, she's got 250,000 followers on Instagram. She's got the uh, Lululemon sponsorship deal. And here we go again. She leaves me, and I it, the vicious cycle, the cycle just goes continues. on and on. Pretty soon, I'm contacting my friends up from Nova Scotia. I go, hey, man. 
Are you sick and tired of working at the fucking welding job? Are you tired of working down at the dockyards? Why don't you come and live in my gamer house? I'm going to buy a mansion. And y'all can come in, but if you live in the gamer house, there's rules. I have to be able to film all the time. I got to do pranks. Make sure we get a midget or a little person. Got to have one in there. It's great for the views. One of you is blowing me daily. Absolutely, unequivocally, dick suck (laughs) daily. Daily. That's the LA life. It's all like that. All of them. Just a boat. I mean, there's a few that aren't. Fucking go. It's just Husky did a goddamn video. That it encompasses everything we just talked about except the midgets. Yes. Everything but midgets. And it, who knows? The midget might have been holding the camera it's during possible. the video. Because they get treated like dirt, like they're fucking circus clowns anyway. So it's true. Hold the camera, midget. Hold it. Peter Dinklage was holding the camera. They fucking had some downtime. Huskies. Hey guys, H the Husky Husky here, and uh, I'm here with all my friends and Peter Dinklage. I'm here with all Froze friends and Peter Dinklage. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Just fuck it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck. Just had my hair did. Uh, and we bought a new dog. Dog has its own Instagram. Oh, man. Go follow him. Oh, my God. We'll be doing the giveaway. Story, story <laughs> of our lives, man. That's it, dude. Let's just talk about the video because it's gaming news. Let's, let's Whatever. Let's and, our com- and our community is StarCraft related. For those who don't know, Husky decided to to be raised oh. from the dead. And uh, oh, he's shit. looking like a White Walker, if I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, yeah. If the White Walker, like, you know, fucked Fuck. someone from Twilight and had a child. Oh, my God. So, anyway, Husky Husky makes a video. Um, uh, uh. Basically, I didn't watch all of it. Adam did. I watched three minutes, and I cringed, and I had to turn it off. Yeah. But essentially, he made a video uh, talking about the reason why he... Was it the reason why he left, or did they no. address that? Okay, so this is... Okay, let me let me give you the rundown here, because I've, I've, I've... As soon as he did his Twitter over again, I followed it, so I've been keeping up. <laughs> I, I mean, he only posts, like, once in a blue moon, but, it, you know, when he posts, it seems to cause some shit. Yeah. So it's hard to miss. Yeah. So... Here's the great the great history of. He Husky. also has a photo shoot, and then he uh, and then he holds those photos, and he he he, he dispatches Ro, them. Ro has a photo shoot, and okay. he just so happens to be there. Okay, and she puts out his his uh, his stuff for I'm him. I'm actually bro. not convinced he actually has control of his Twitter half the time. <laughs> At least from what I could tell. Uh. So here's the here's the life of Husky. So Husky. Like way back in the day, was one of the of the uh, the original. He's a founding father. He's a founding father of not just StarCraft on YouTube, Dude, but gaming of, but on gaming YouTube, on bro. YouTube, especially monetized gaming on YouTube. Yes, uh, to the point where he was one of the co-founders of the Game Station that went on to become Polaris. Polaris that went on to become uh, there was another name when they got bought by Disney and they changed the name to Maker. Maker, that's it. Uh, and so. Big he, business over there. Big business. He's the one that that uh, originally propped up Total Biscuit. Yep. Uh, HD Starcraft was his uh, was his right hand man until he kicked him to, you know, directly. It in was the nuts. basically like Adam and I. Yeah. But then I decided to go. You know what? Fuck you. Fuck you, Adam. <laughs> Thank you for all the help you've gotten me thus far. I'm out. I'm out. Peace. Deuces. So that ha- so like he gets in he's he he he's the number one StarCraft guy. Yeah. 
number one gaming content guy for a long time. Yeah, by a big margin. Uh, and then at some point, uh, it started. He started to slow down or whatever he was doing. Uh, less YouTube stuff, more like professional appearance things, you know, tournaments and whatever. And then he gets to a point where he just slowly disappears, uh, and then pops up with Roe. Yes. Rose starts her stuff up, uh, where she's doing the nerdy nommies, uh, the 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 ba- you know baking and stuff, which was heavily Starcraft tied early on. There was a lot of Starcraft related goodies and shit that she was yeah, so that making. you know so that they could tie in the reason why he's promoting her so <clears throat> right. heavy, right? Exactly. Get that crossover from from that point, yeah. and um, pretty much everyone just assumed that they've been dating this whole time. Yeah, apparently that wasn't the case. At least that's not the story that that is being told. Okay, uh, but. Anyway, that starts happening, and eventually he just stops producing content. He he hard bit Lag TV for like six months. Remember with the remember, Bronze, League, Bronze Heroes, League Heroes, and then stopped that. Yeah, and then just left. Yeah, uh, with no much as like a careless whisper, nothing. Bye 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 bye. And then uh, after some period of time, he just deletes that entire channel. Yep, wholesale. Every video gone, every everything gone. He axes his Twitter, mm-hmm. switches over to another Twitter account at Husky or whatever, and uh, he had a second channel on YouTube. Yeah, Husky Two. Husky Two, which he turned converted into his current channel. But instead of deleting that channel outright, he just deleted all the videos. So we still had like two hundred and some thousand or a hundred and some thousand to start, uh, two hundred thousand followers. Um, which had no idea what was going on until he posted this most recent video that we're about to discuss. But before we get to that, he shows up on Twitter for the first time in forever. And all it was was just headshots taken by iPhones, um, where Husky's got like this fresh hairstyle, uh, and he's playing- He's got the $500 haircut. And he's playing basketball with a pug, Mm. uh, and, and taking all of these like weird Sears catalog- shots mm-hmm. um you know i am not even really promoting anything just taking pictures uh yeah, or whatever some weird he felt shit. cute he might delete and later row rose like retweeting it and whatever and like they're they're propping up this this twitter account and that's pretty much all you got was just headshots for a while it's all i it need was, it was really weird it's all i need husky and then uh out of out of nowhere and i can't remember even what the genesis of it was but he got into a spat with um oh fuck there's another gaming YouTuber that, that's an older older guard, and I can't believe me. Might have been Jesse Cox. Probably uh, was. Showed up and just drama. He hasn't Husky hasn't said a goddamn word in years. Deleted all of his shit. Shows up on Twitter taking like you know professional headshots out of L.A. You know, uh, just posting that up. Like here, here's my dope hair. By the way, I'm starting to work out because I'm tired of being 47 pounds soaking wet. You know, mm. H the Husky yeah. Jackty. I'm feeling uh, cute. Might I'm, delete later. Might delete later. Which which is basically that's been his whole career is I might delete later. <laughs> More like I will delete later. <laughs> I will later. delete later. Uh and then starts all kicks up all this shit out of nowhere. And he was so in the wrong, it was painful. Like the entire community basically showed up and shit on him, whether it was like a, a check marked verified user yeah. down to the lowly fuck boys, uh all yeah, of them just even the even his other uh, fellow content creators in the like, StarCraft hey. world, all of them are like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Like what? You just gonna show up like fucking five years later and 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 you know you know everybody everybody just went in on him, bro. I was seeing mad when he first came out, dude. I was seeing people 
that I didn't even know could get angry. Like people that I saw yeah, that people like people were always like level headed, like, super level headed, never I'm say anything I'm, bad I'm, about anybody. They like Sean didn't show up. I know, like they walk him. on eggshells all the time. They don't want to yeah. hurt anybody's feelings, but they're like, "Fuck you, Husky, <laughs> suck a dick." That's it. Pretty much what it's like. Damn, Husky, like. Whose fucking dog did you kill, man? Like, god damn, bro. What went down, bro? Everybody hates you, man. Yeah. Damn. And so he ignored all that. Made a video. And then uh, more recently, in the last couple weeks, made a video. It was his first video. Oh, man. Oh, shit. I skipped a part. Um, in between or shortly after the Jesse Cox, you know, whatever the fuck. Ooh. He did a... That's probably a little rough. Ooh. He did a, a live stream. Oh, I didn't see that. Uh, where, where, well, I watched for about an hour where he was trying to figure out how OBS worked and then I got tired of watching it, but eventually, apparently (laughs) he, uh, he figured it out. This was on YouTube and I think it was on his second channel and I don't know, there was like seven or 8,000 people watching, I think, or somewhere around, around there or maybe, well, well, maybe, uh, maybe two or three. It was thousands. Husky still got it. So, uh, well, you know, you show up once after like five years and you got that effect. It's going to happen. Uh, he apparently played some Starcraft for a number of hours or something on the stream. Wow. And apparently also gave some sort of explanation. I don't know the completeness of the explanation. Apparently there's also a post that's been copy-pasted around where that was also deleted at some point where he also kind of described loosely what, you know, him him stepping away from StarCraft was about. Yeah. But he just keeps deleting all of that. Yeah. So, uh it's kind of like a we like like he's supposedly addressed it, but not. Yeah, and and it, it, it's like he doesn't even want the addressing to have been to be permanently available. Yeah. Uh. So that that live stream happened. Then this video shows up. Mm. Deleted the vod of that live stream. And now this video shows up. Mm. It's like the first major video on that second channel. There's like two hundred thousand people that that mm. just get this in their inbox and they go, "Wait a minute, what the fuck? What? Who is this?" I don't. I it was like one of those. I forgot I was still subscribed here. Kind of like when we put the clips on Hank TV too. Was like, I was like, what? What the fuck is this? I thought these guys are dead. Exactly. And it's a video where essentially Husky took a bunch. Or what he said was he went back into the archives and pulled up a bunch of hater comments. What in reality was a couple weeks ago, or before that, I should say, he was just asking people basically to roast him. In his socials. Great. I mean... He was pulling stuff that was, like, from, like, the Tuesday before. Great. None of it was really from his videos. Yeah, 2015 There was, like, one or two, maybe, that they they came up with. But in reality, it was just a bunch of bullshit. And none of them were... none None of the roasting was anything... Serious. Serious. Yeah, it was he jokey. He cherry-picked jokey a bunch wrote, of, yeah. like, really terribly done, terribly written. Yeah. Do it live. So that... You, Bring th- somebody in live, right? Yeah, so it was basically, like, here I am, here... I'm Husky. I've disappeared after all this time. Fuck all of you. I'm better than all of you. The first video that I'm going to put up with no warning at all is literally going to be me addressing in an ironic fashion my old community, but only the haters. Fuck all of my supporters. I'm only going to address some haters Yeah. from all of the years of me getting to where I was now. Yeah. Fuck all of it. We're going to do that. We're gonna, and we're going to do it poorly. And we're going to do it with a bunch of Rose friends. 90% of which don't even know what StarCraft is yeah. or what I even did before I showed up here and started fucking row. Yeah. No idea. They're just here and along for the ride. And they're going to read these comments 
and then we're all going to chuckle. We're going to tilt our head back and fucking chuckle. Mm. <laughs> Got him! <laughs> no, where's my avocado toast? Uh. <laughs> avocado toast. I want my green smoothie! Oh, man. No! You know, I watched... Kale! I watched about three minutes of this video. And I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. It was so fucking cringe, bro. It, it was, was so we, it was so damn cringe. I'm just going to... You know what? I've never seen so many fake people in my life. That's it. And this isn't about bitterness? No. I really, I really, in terms of like his success... I'm happy for I'm him, I'm always man. happy. Go, Anyone go who gets success, go do it. But it's... it's it's This was snot-nosed. This was snot-nosed rubbing it up. in this your face. This is just like, calling him out. And bro... Yeah. Everyone's calling you out, but here, but I'll get to, I'll get to my thing. You go ahead, because I got some. Well, I mean, I was just gonna say what you said. I mean, the the vast majority of the people, uh, there might have been two people in that video that looked, um, like genuine people, um, or at least it wasn't uh, a huge act for them. I don't know. Maybe they just came better off on camera. Uh, but the vast majority of them, they all look fake. They all look like they've had a lot of plastic surgery. They all look like they spend a lot of time in the mirror. The clothes they wear make me want to throw up my mouth. Uh, they just look like a bunch of douchebags. If I'm just gonna just people, I would just and and listen. I call it stereotypical. I don't give a fuck. Just the the pretentiousness of the video was just oozing, and I, I yeah, it, it made bad. it it made it so easy for me to hate all these people. I'm un- just like it was kind of it was actually uh, like all hyperbole aside, the video was uncomfortable to watch. It was, it was, it, and I said this, it I, this was literally like watching the cast of nine hundred two one zero, and they're all in their late twenties, early mid thirties, playing teenagers. playing teenagers in high school, and everybody at home knows. These guys are in their late 20s, early 30s, and it's just annoying to watch. That's what that was. And they're all sitting there defending Husky or making a, helping him make his case for something. It was just an awkward video, bro. I never heard so many lisps in one video in my life. I've never seen so much just... It was so cringe that I couldn't... I literally had to turn it off, bro. I couldn't watch... I wanted to watch the train wreck. But it was so embarrassing that you ever watch a video? It's so embarrassing you can't watch it. Like you got to turn it off. You're like, yeah. no, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't watch that. No, no, I can't watch that. Some people love watching that. I can't watch that. That's pretty much what happened. And I'm on the other side of the fence. And maybe, and, and maybe I can get your opinion on this. Mm. Do you think Husky? Mm. Do you? Okay, two, two, a two sided question. Number one, mm-hmm. do you hate the fact or? Want to hate on Husky for the fact that he just disappeared. Cold Turkey said nothing. Mm. Second question would be, do you think it was necessary for him to address this instead of just making whatever content that he wants to make on his channel and just get back to being Husky again but in a different light? Like, he could have just went on, pretend. Right. Like, just, you know, fuck the haters, pretended that they didn't exist. Um, You know, you think he should have just said, screw it. Or do you think a video like, obviously not like this was needed, but right. maybe a different video to just straight up address, he could have came out and said, hey, you know, I stopped because of this, this, and this. Or should he have just said, fuck it, this is years old, let me just move on with my life. Okay, so there'll be some speculation, obviously, in my response to some of this. 
because you don't know we don't know everything that went on in Husky's head, right? Yeah. But I'm going to I'm going to assume that Husky burnt the fuck out on StarCraft. Uh and probably like lots of content creators had some mental struggles yep. going on there. Probably was seeing a psychiatrist. Been there. Uh a few times. <laughs> Done that. Right? And um and was told probably that he needed to shift his focus uh, for his mental health into something else. And his out for that was to focus on Rose production, which was the polar opposite of what he was currently doing. And it meant that he didn't have to be in the spotlight as well, which I think is par- part of it is he didn't want to necessarily be in the spotlight because it was too much pressure while he was dealing with everything else that was going on in his head. Um, and so when that came about, uh, he went, it, he, it's like he went wholesale slaughter, cold Turkey. Mm. Uh, it just, the, the whole thing, it, it, it was a light switch, right? Cause he just deleted everything. It yeah. just, it's like he woke up and said, fuck it, go and just did it. Yeah. Pulled the bandaid off. But, um, but what it looks like, cause with all of his responses to, um, the hate or the people that were disgruntled or frustrated or saddened by uh, his his leaving the community in the way that he did. Because I think a lot of what he's missing, and if you went to a psychiatrist, this is going to sound like the worst assumption in the world, but I'm just going to say it anyway, fuck it, whatever. Husky strikes me like he might have been in a position where he was he was experiencing so much... Uh, like turmoil going on that he like when he went to go talk to somebody else externally, third party that didn't know what was going. No, he they, they wouldn't have an attachment to YouTube or anything. It's like they just he he just described like the world was against Husky and that he had no part in uh what he was receiving. He was just receiving it uh without sparking any of it himself so when he left and everyone was losing their minds it was like uh, that was that was their problem that's not a husky problem Mm. that's there as like a defense mechanism it's like in order for me to be sane Mm. in my choices i need to believe that i was a hundred percent right because i did it for me and my health and everyone else that has an opinion on this is a hundred percent wrong and i need to make a joke about it to make it seem like their opinions matter less so i can attack it and then we get a video of it mm. that we just watched. Mm. Psychiatrist Adam. So he shows up and he Dr. makes this video. Because like you said, here's the thing. Like you said. Oh, and like a lot of people said, of all the videos that you do your first video of it's after good, all these years. Not a good look. And after everything that's been going on that people have been talking about, this is how you, this is what you put up. Yeah. Like you could have posted literally anything else. Yeah. Just going on to whatever content you feel like. Because right now, what do I know about that channel? I know nothing. I don't know what the fuck he's going to do with it. I don't know what direction he's trying to take this channel. Because the first video is just a video about haters from his past life that he refuses to fucking even yeah. uh, acknowledge verbally. Yeah. It's like he wouldn't even say the word StarCraft out loud. Mm. Tr- wouldn't even put it in words. It's a trigger word, Adam. It's a trigger word. It's like fucking I mean, you saw flashbacks You saw shit. what happened with HD StarCraft, right? Except HD came out and made a post 
Yes. Basically, was like, I'm done. I'm going to go and I think he was going to pursue a poker career or something. But he also just ghosted. So he. So here's the thing is that is that I don't know if he realizes it because of how he's trying to fucking compartmentalize all the shit that's been going down or what. Mm. But he's focusing on the fact that everyone is just is just mad at him for leaving and not the manner in which he left. Yeah. I understand and any content creator is going to understand whether they're a small content creator or otherwise if they want to put themselves on some other fucking pedestal because go ahead go the fuck ahead but everyone's experiencing similar shit is that at the end of the day if Jeff and I were going to leave what we're doing like we did with Starcraft before we came back to it after a couple of years yeah we made an announcement we made an announcement because that's what you fucking do it's not that we owed anyone anything no we didn't have to no but at the end of the day, it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. You go in, you say, "Hey guys, look." You be honest. Husky just if Husky came out and said, "Hey guys, look, I got to be straight with you. Um, this has been an amazing run. We've done some pretty awesome fucking things here." Yeah, and Fuck, he I, created almost and, gaming uh, as we know it. You and know? I, I love StarCraft, and I love the, what the community's done for me. And I'm gonna, you know, keep doing StarCraft on my own time, maybe in the background. But I need to step away from this because I have an unhealthy relationship with my work. And it's affected me negatively in a way that uh, that that for my own health, I need to step away and maybe focus on other projects. And maybe I come back to this, maybe I don't. But I have to do it. And then if you're going to delete all this shit, maybe also say, and also, look, for this is for me, and it's going to seem sh- selfish, but I need to remove this stuff yeah. and give the reason for it. You're never going to make everyone happy. Of course not. But if you just walk away and say nothing, now everyone's fucking unhappy. Yeah. And on top of that, you're perceived as being an asshole, even when you're just doing it likely to protect yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's just the reality just, of the it, internet. It seems to in, be inconsiderate. I mean, you got to put yourself in the position of your fans, too. Exactly. Where you go, okay, you know what? I'm going to leave, and it's for me, but at the same time, I should say something, because if I don't... Um, well, that just doesn't look good. All these people have been supporting me for all these years, and i got to at least come out and say something. Uh, even if I don't even need, he doesn't even need to go in extreme detail. He doesn't even need to get it as detailed as you. No. He, might, he could even just say, guys, uh, for personal reasons, I have to stop. And then that's it. And then, and then be done with it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, in, that, I'm in that camp where, where you know, he probably should have said something, even if it wasn't right away. Say he even left for a month. And then he came back and he said, listen, guys, I needed some time away. Um, I thought maybe there was a chance I'd pick this back up. But I've also realized now that I've had some time away from social media, uh, th- you know, it's just not healthy for me. I- yeah. I'm, I'm done. Then we would have been like, OK, cool. We saw in the first fucking week of him come back to social media. He shouldn't be on social media. No. No, it's like he almost completely forgot how to use. It's like social media got too advanced for him. He just, he just, he fucking collapsed in the first, and he had drama right off the rip. Yeah, and and, and but it just this video just shows that he is completely. He has either convinced himself entirely that he is without any fault for for the flack that he's received over the years uh, post his exit, um, or he's actually just delusional. Yes. Nobody nobody could make the move that he just did and not be one in one of those two camps. Nobody can be that fucking out. But when you watch the video and the people that were in it and the way that everyone handled themselves and the, the tone of the video and everything, oh yeah, is that it, it reeked of a group of people that are living in a parallel universe yes. in which their self-importance is impressive. 
Oh, there he, were there were a couple of people in there that came across as genuine, and it was ironically the only guys that were actually part of the gaming community. And I can't remember the names off the top of my head, but it was a group of like four guys. I think there was five in total, but only four of them could make it there, and they were the closest thing to a genuine person yeah. that that entire video. Oh yeah, had. dude. The rest of the, the rest of them were just fucking L.A. phony really lords that just look like that. N- n- and just it's not because a- I. It's not because a lot of them were probably gay or whatever. No, it, it's not to do with being gay. It's not about nothing. It, it has it, everything to do with you. Just look at them and they and the way they talk, the way they look. It's like just every, so fake. every part of it is super fake, man. It's just, it's just, it's just fucking it's fake, bro. Fucking it's 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 fuck. terrible. Just so I've never seen so much makeup and so many five hundred dollar haircuts in my life, and which is just whatever. Like, I don't really care about the haircut. I do because or whatever. it just makes you look like a fucking douche, man. But that's that's fine. I don't care. You can yeah. look like a douche, but but it's, if I see it's somebody like, with a fucking man bun and they got and they're and and they're and you know they got a fucking satchel and an IPA in their hand, I, I'm just gonna fucking say I'm just gonna think in my mind you're probably a fucking douche that I don't want to hang out with. And it was pretty much every person that I saw in the fucking video, which is fine. I mean, it's not for me. So I just turned it off. I didn't dislike it. I just had a chuckle and cringed and turned the shit off. For me, it, it was it was just how everyone held themselves and how they all were <laughs> acting. That was the fake part for me. You get a $500 haircut all you want if you're making multi-millions. What do you, whatever the fuck you want to do. You do you. It's fine. You do you, boo. But the, the it was how everyone was holding themselves. That was like super fucking awkward and fake and like... And and Rose seems like she's a sweetheart, but she comes across as the the queen of the put on an act of mm. uh, my, either that or sh- I, I. She's Daenerys, man. I don't know how you could. Spend, she's Daenerys. Like her energy, her energy level, and like her her kind of just cadence of everything that she do, like. It would almost be tiring to be Bro, in the room for more than five minutes at a she, time. Well, she's Disney, right? She's bubbly, right? Yeah, she, yeah, I literally. Yeah. I this is how I picture Roe. Hey guys, welcome to Nerdy Nummies, and thank you for tuning in. It was awesome. Cut. Where's my fucking spatula? <laughs> Husky! I told you 15 times to have my spatula to my right. Recue it. Fuck, you're useless. And today we're going to make Colossus cake. Yay! <laughs> that's how. That's. That's what I. That's what I feel. Uh, I. I don't know, but it, that was. <laughs> that'd be hilarious. That'd be fucking hilarious. But uh, I, I. Yeah, it, it's the whole video was just very odd. Uh, very, very. Can we odd just take move. a moment? Can we just take a moment though to give Husky some props? The guy. The guy has obviously made it financially. He's made it. Oh, look! I and said. Then sec- very... And then secondly, he's got the girl. I'm so very, I'm I mean, very, at the end I'm of the very, day, I'm very happy that you know if Husky made this move hey. on some base level because it made him happier. That's great, but it it's hey Husky's winning at the end of the day, bro. He's winning. So let him let him have it. <laughs> let him have his victory, man. He's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but is he though? <laughs> but is he though? Oh, I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe. There's 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 minor there's minor victories. He's he's won some battles. Maybe he's, not the war. Yeah, he's, but he's won some pivotal battles. Man, he's like I said, he's, he's got cho- he's, he's he's got choices. He's and one he's of the, the, picking old- the wrong ones right now. <laughs> yeah. What? Dude. He's doing about everything. Like as far as like, the, if he just uh, stayed off the internet, 
Yeah, he's one. I'd give him the big W. Yeah, he's he one. He came back, and yeah. it's an L in three quarters. Well, if he stays on, he's going to take that L. Because no matter what he does at this point, this is bro, this everyone's rough. just going to bombard. It's it, fucking he's, rough. He's never going to. He's never going to end this. It's never going to be the end of it. You know what I mean? So it's just it is what it is, man. There it is. <sighs> Fuck it. You do you, Husky man. You do you. Boo. But again, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't have any problem with his success or anything like that. But it is a matter of how he's handled himself on the exit and how he's handled his re-entry i mean he could have he could have almost chosen any other path in both of those instances and it would have been better yes infinitely so he almost chose the worst for every possible move up to this point and i can't wait for the next one but first we're probably going to get like several selfies and you'll probably wait a while uh, yeah Yeah, and then he'll delete it so you better screenshot it quick yeah Record that video before it disappears into the fucking ether. Um, well, the rest of this news is pretty quick stuff. Uh, Tencent, uh, who has been trying to get PUBG to be monetizable in China for a long time, but uh, just getting shafted by the government over and over and over again, no matter how much they change the game to get into the you know Chinese government's regulations, uh, said, fuck it, we'll just change this whole thing entirely. And so they did. The game is now called Game for Peace <laughs> in China. Um, okay. Okay. So (laughs) here's the thing. It's still PUBG. It's just called game for peace. And they changed a whack of stuff within the game, but it's so much still PUBG. People were freaking out in China about losing all their levels and everything. Everything has remained. It's all, it's all intact. They just changed it to game for peace. Uh, instead of dying, apparently they like fall down and stand back up and then wave at you and then leave or like disappear into the no, ether. No, no. Uh, some weird shit. They that desperate to monetize? Well, here's the thing. There are 70 million active daily users on the mobile version I of su- PUBG in China. I suppose. Monetize. So if they, now that they can monetize that base, if they don't lose, like even, you know, I mean, fuck, they have a lot that they could lose and still be okay here. They they're, could lose they're 69 million of them. They're estimating a billion in the first year. So there's wave away. good reason. Wave all you want. Um, Neo, oh, and we got some rapid fire coming up for these next ones here. Need for Speed. That used to be a series that I liked. It's been a hot minute since I have. It's been a hot minute. Uh, <laughs> Need for Speed is apparently returning to the cops versus racers. Whoa, the good stuff. So maybe I will like it again. The good stuff. It's a possibility. That, that hasn't been... Uh, the, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Cops versus racers right. was really cool. Right. In 1998. I still think it works. They did most... I mean, Most Wanted was the most recent. That was like, what, dude, 2006? Dude, we've got, we've got games like Grand Theft Auto and other games that have that we have, we have been... But they're part- not dedicated racers. They're just... They're, that's just like an aspect I, of the game. I suppose, but I mean, they're going to have to do something really special. Uh, I, think, I think Need for Speed at this point would have to be more than just point A to point B racing. I think it would have to be some sort of open world uh, type try, thing. They tried to do that already. And it failed. All, all racers that have tried to do the open world thing short of like Forza Horizon. Why don't they? Failed. Why, don't, why does not Need for Speed just kind of rebrand itself and do something Because there's different? a lot of money tied up in that name. And to try and press the restart button on, on, a, on a fucking name like Need for Speed, it's rough. I, I I like the idea of it. The nostalgia thing is just like you know yelling at me right now, saying okay, I'm down with that. But then I just think about it. And it's like is running is is driving away from uh, from NPC police uh, really that exciting anymore? 
Like, is it, is it really, been, is it really I, I that exciting? I haven't done it since Most Wanted because they kind of stepped away from it, right? And pretty much yeah. everyone did for the most part. So I don't know. Maybe I play it and I go, you know what? This was fun 13 years ago. Yeah. But I need more now. And I, we don't know what else they have planned for it, but that's their current All plan right. is hey. shifting back towards it. Which sure. In, if you're going to make a pivot, that's, that's the one the, to make. That's the right direction to pivot. That's the one to make. Uh, in, in quotes that... that Need more context, and I can't wait to find out where it goes. AMD's CEO says the PS5 will have secret sauce. Sure. That's... Because <laughs> it's an AMD... Yeah, it's in, in the PS5. It's basically, so, it's, it's an AMD... It's secret sauce. It's on juice. Yeah. That's what he's trying to say. It's got that secret sauce. Whatever the fuck that means. It's on those John Jones picograms. Maybe we'll, that's what yeah, it's yeah. on. Maybe we'll find out uh, during E3. Mm-hmm. Got the sauce. That's special sauce. Xbox Live yearly price is going up. So if uh, depending on your region, go and look into it yourself so you can see what. I mean, let's be real, Adam. What the price is there? I think it's ten bucks for most places. It's going up for per year. Let's be real. What sauces make everything better? Oh, okay. All right. Doesn't the sauce just make everything better, though? Uh, there are very few things that sauce does not improve. Exactly. Like, seriously. Very few. Like, you can put sauce on burgers, such as ketchup, uh, gravy, really anything. Pizza, you could put fucking donair sauce. You know, there's, there's very barbecue, little. Like, you could put barbecue sauce on. I mean... Basically, the better the food is cooked, the less you need sauce. Exactly. But... but- for the vast majority of people who are cooking at home, it's mediocre or shit food, or you know, you're slathered you're, with sauce. You, you need sauce that makes it delicious. Exactly. So the fact that he says there's some secret sauce, it's Could coming. Be, it's, it's coming with that donair sauce. Give me it. Spritz it on top. Give me it. More, uh, more ram. Xbox. Sure. Yep. Ten bucks or so, I think, is the average that's going up. Uh, Damn. Uh, on the year. Oh, so less okay. than a dollar a month in total, but it's going up. Sure. Uh, here's some more special sauce, and similar to the uh, Need for Speed vein, Activision says Call of Duty in 2019 will bring game-changing experiences. No, it won't. No, it won't. Shut up. No, it won't. No one's buying your bullshit anymore. No, no, it won't. The assholes that are buying your game now know the game sucks. <laughs> They're buying it because they have to. They feel they feel the need. Yes, it's like it's like a shitty job. It's a mighty need. You know you got to go there and suck it up and yeah. work your nine to five and go home and then complain about the nine to five. They do it because they have to. Yeah, you are not changing the game. No, the game. No, no, it's you're a, not. It's a hard fucking no. <laughs> there is quite literally. You know what their hail mary was battle royale. That was their hail. No, mary. you know what their hail mary is. Modern Warfare is getting the remake this year. No, that, that's their that's their hail mary. Fucking Jesus Christ! That's the hail mary. It's the only good damn fucking Call of Duty <laughs> they've ever made. That's that's the legit hail mary. That's going. You know what? All over shit. People sucks. are gonna go Black Ops Two, Jeff. Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Two, dude. Modern Warfare Two is probably the best. Stop at Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, I love Modern Warfare Two. You only say Black Ops Two if you're like four years younger than we are. Yeah, and that's because you just didn't get a chance to really truly experience Modern Warfare Two, which is literally the peak. Yeah, there's Halo Two, and then there was nothing until Modern Warfare Two, and now there's just been nothing pretty much since that. Battlefield, uh, Bad Company Two, uh, Bad Company again. Two, Fire, 
the twos were on fucking fire. It was a weird, a weird thing with the sequels. Were were Jesus. just bringing the heat. Jesus, yeah. Man. That's what that's what I want. That's what Battlefield needs. Bad Company Three. <sighs> just fucking copy the goddamn Battlefield Two Bad Company or Bad Company Two and make yeah. Battlefield Three. Just up the graphics. Bad Company. Just up. Don't it. don't make it. The thing that the thing that worked about Battlefield Bad Company was that they didn't try to do like the six million kilometer maps. No. With a thousand players. No. It was tight. It was concise. Yep. yep. It was fun. It was like the. It was like two or three times the size of like a normal uh, Call of Duty deathmatch yeah. map. And it just worked. And it worked because there was you know big enough that you could have a tanks tank. and shit. Yeah. yeah. Fuck man, that game was fun. Played a lot of that shit, dude. Even like the sounds you'd get when you kill somebody, it'd be like this little ding or like this um. They'd make this little fucking. It was like the dog, the the dog tag, like jingle. yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then the dog tag would come up at the top, dude. Yep. Man, that game was fucking fire, man. Fuck. It was. That game was fucking fire. We need more of that fire. Fuck. We we're, we're all in on Halo Infinite right now, bro. What was that? Xbox and the Master too, Chief right? Collection. That was Xbox. Uh, that was Xbox the 360. 360. Do I have that shit? I gotta have that game. Probably. I got Modern Warfare too. Uh, Modern Warfare 3, fuck that. How do I not have that game? I'm gonna find it and, uh, buy it. Cause it's, you know, the... Oh, I'm all, I'm all in on the, the PC Master Chief Collection and then Halo Infinite. That's, a, that's our, that's our, like, our, our, our old guard shooter dream right now. You know what would be really cool? Mm. be really cool if, like... The world was down to play Battlefield Bad Company 2 <laughs> just for like a week. Like if everybody just said, you know what, fuck it, let's just go we'll have some fun. Play it. Service let's down, just play but, it. but you know, bring, bring it up. up. Bring it up and just let us fucking play it. You know, how cool would it be if big game companies came out instead of fucking re-releasing games, they go, Hey, you know what? Go out and find the old shit. We're on this date, between well, this date and this date, they wouldn't make any money on it. No, but it'd be cool. It gets the com- <laughs> it gets the community fucking amped. You're going out, physically buying games again. You're telling your friends about this event. They're opening up the servers to play old. Like, imagine if like Halo Two, you know, they came out and they said Halo Two servers are going back up. Get your fucking Xboxes out. Go find the game. Go have fun. Master Run. Chief Collection, bro. PC Halo Two multiplayer. Yes, that's gonna be big, dude. It better be fucking. That's gonna big. be big. I really hope they don't fuck that up. That's gonna be big. If they don't fuck that up, that shit could be substantial. Damn, I'm gonna buy it. Oh yeah, I'm gonna, yes, I'm gonna buy it. Yes, it's gonna be fun. Uh, Bioware. It looks like they are internally shifting employees away from Anthem, uh, likely to put them on to Dragon Age Four. Because and because Anthem is gonna go Anthem under is dead. any time. Super day within the next six months, bro. They're gonna close that bitch down. Yep, we're and they keep saying we're committed to seeing Anthem. No, you're not. No, it's over. It's over. It's take the L. Over. Close it down. Yep. Put everything into Dragon Age Four, not being dog shit. That's what you need to do right now. Yep. That's your hail mary. That is make that it is happen. The hailest of hail marys. And then while you're at it. Fucking give a massive discount or something. If you own the fucking anthem, you're gonna get this type, uh, this downloadable content on 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 Dragon Age or whatever for free. They need to figure out a way to say sorry without you know. Oh my god, they they fuck they they're fucked, bro. They're so. Well, like I said, they have they're so one. They're, they're they're, this is it because they have one this. chance to Bioware go back to do Bioware things, yeah, right? Yeah, and if they if they can't do it, bye bye. 
Done. So by, this is their Hail Mary is Dragon Age 4. Bye and bye. I'm going to be honest with you. Dragon Age 2 and Inquisition. <laughs> Adam does that face. Hit or miss. <laughs> when you do that face, bro, <laughs> makes me laugh. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like... It it's should be a meme, bro. Mood. It should be a meme. It's just fucking mood. Just, <laughs> it's just like it's a painful smile. <laughs> it's like a, uh, you know, it's not. Uh, you know, it's not so hot. This is not so hot. Uh, fucking kills me every time, bro. <laughs> and you do it like four times a day, it's and it's perfect every time, bro. Uh, uh, Mr. Black, hit, yeah. uh, actually, before we do that, go to <laughs> patreon.com slash lag TV. Join in on that shit. Get uh, in. Maybe you got some StarCraft content for us. You want to send it in. That's a way to do <laughs> maybe it. You maybe you just want to give us some money. Maybe you just want to give us some money so I can keep making shit faces. Good news. We have my wife on slave labor upstairs <laughs> packaging all your fucking shit to send out to you. So she's in the middle of that <laughs> as we speak. It's happening. Yeah. Oh fuck! Yeah, we got some. Uh, we got some bits here, or whatever these we, we things are called. Super, super, chats. super chats. We had a few. We had uh, uh, we Jacob. Got? We had Micro, and then there were some others uh, up above well, here. Thank you so much for the super uh, chats. DD uh, and Real Jacob and Micro again earlier with uh, with some super chats. Thank you guys. But yeah, you can uh, head on over to Patreon.com/slash/LagTV. We are officially. I'm just gonna throw this out here. What are we at, ladies bro? and gentlemen? What are we at, bro? We're at two thousand nine hundred. Forty dollars. We are sixty oh my away God. from three K. Damn. So if you want to make dreams come true, now is your time. This is it to make a dream come true to hit that three K, and then we're going to be pretty damn close to thirty five hundred, which is our next stretch goal. That is thirty five hundred is the retro versus dream. Uh, also, in case you guys don't know, mm. we are going to be doing World Vision again in That's June. True. June. So yes. June first will be the very first uh, for the kids. 2019 campaign. We're going to be looking to raise 10 grand over the life of the campaign. Campaign's going to be lasting four weeks in June. It's going to be Lag TV June 1st. June 7th will be Lag TV and Base Trade over on Base Trade's channel casting a professional tournament. Which means it's going to be semi professional because we showed up. Yes, exactly. Semi pro. Then on the 15th, Adam and I will be back with some more Lag TV fun. That's right. Then on the 21st is uh, Loco. It's either 21st, 22nd. I'll have all the dates for you guys another time. I think it's the 21st. And then Macromorph is the 23rd, who is mm-hmm. a, uh, primarily a Warframe streamer. Yep. And been a long member of the community. And he's got a big following himself now. He's doing great. Um, and then the last week, the 29th, will be Nathanius. Holding it down, doing uh, some show matches for the kids. Yes. We're looking to raise ten grand, And with all of that, uh, not only if you guys can't make it live for those days to, uh, to give and participate and watch, uh, the games will be posted. Uh, at least ten games from each event uh, from the ones that we're in. So you'll get about 30 casts minimum uh, over the next few months. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if we hit 10,000 bucks... Throughout that, and of course, the people on YouTube that watch the videos and give, uh, we're going to do another season of Will Cheese Fail. This is Will Cheese Fail, not Wen Cheese. Will. Will Cheese. That's right. So you guys be able to send in your replays, spicing it up, spicing it up, so we don't know who wins and loses. That's right. Um, 
And that'll be uh, our our thank you to you guys for for doing your part in uh, in 2019 for campaign the for the kids. It'll be the second the second season part two for the kids. The Redux. Yes, I like it. Director's cut. So that's what's going down. Thought I'd let you guys know all about that. That's right. Lots of StarCraft coming. YouTube.com slash LagTV2. Oh, yes. Also. Yeah, if you guys are enjoying the podcast and you can't watch the whole thing or you want to go back and rewatch clips, LagTV2 is now posting up almost daily yep. at 10 a.m. Eastern. Yep. Uh, a new clip for you guys to, uh, to, uh, to check share, out. check out. Yep. Much, much easier to digest. And uh, go subscribe to that and put on that notification bell. And also hit that damn like button right now. We got 225 views. That's right. And I'm only seeing 124 likes. Now, you guys have been doing great with likes, but the last two weeks, we haven't been hitting like that six, 700 like range. Slacking a little Hurt bit. Hurt my feelings. Slacking a little Don't bit. Don't forget algorithm. Tighten it up. Algorithms. Right. You know I'm liking some of the fancy comments that we're getting with I algorithm like that get worked in. I love it. Some people just say algorithm. They're like, all right, you know what? I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. People are going to be searching on, on Google for algorithm. It's going to like end up showing our videos. because I'm okay algorithm. with that. But like some of the ways that people are working algorithm into these comments, some Genius. of you guys are clever motherfuckers. Let Genius. Me tell you. Keep some, it going. Keep it going. Genius. Um, All the better if you can work in content from the podcast while working in algorithm cleverly. There's some good shit going on. You've there. won. Uh, Movies there you go. and TV. That's what I'm looking for. Hey, Jeff. Yes. Uh, remember Sanic the Meth Hog? I do. Did you see what uh, I cropped did. up? All I right. Did. So uh, the movie producers and Sega came together and said, hey, the internet hates us. <laughs> Maybe we should do something about it. Yeah. And so they said, you know, they came out and they were like, we hear you loud and clear. Mostly because you've clogged up every social media outlet for the last seven days, telling us that we're a bunch of idiots. And we are. So we're going to try and change Sonic's look between now and the release of this movie. Which is in like, what, eight months? How the fuck they're going to do that is beyond me. Hey, uh, it's happening. But they're doing it. Uh, good move by them. Great move by them. Yes. And I'm telling you, I said this last week, either this was some ninja <laughs> shit, bro, and somebody in marketing... Just knew, like, hey, you know what? It, what if we put up, like, the prototype? Like, the, the one before we master the shit. Put the trailer up. People hate it. Goes all over the place. And then we listen to them. And we change it to what they like. Because what they've done... I'm not saying that. They're not that smart. But let's... I was going to say, if this was anyone other than Sonic, I'd say that was it. But Sonic has gotten fucked in the ass I suppose, so hard. I suppose. But that, let's just... Yeah. Let's just... Hypothetically speaking... Uh, for Get those the tinfoil hat on. Uh, for those that watch Grand Theft Auto V, hypothalamusly speaking. Hypothalamusly speaking? Hypothalamuslessly speaking. <laughs> um, Brain jokes. So, what if this was the case? Mm. They do some ninja shit. Yes. Now, this movie's coming out. Where people... Because when people were watching the trailer... There were two main problems they had. Number one, biggest one, Sonic's look. Horrible. Teeth was a bad choice. Oh, terrible. Just the whole, every, all this. Everything from the neck up. Bad. Okay. We do. Then they were talking that it, the movie just looks cringe. Like Not it, wrong. Yeah, it just looks cringe. But some people then started going, you know what? I'm going to go see this because I want to, f- it's going to be one of those like movies you that can't, you just. You can't not look at a dumpster fire. Jeff. Exactly. But now, I think Sega's in a position to win. And I'm and I and I'm serious. I seriously mean this. I think Sonic is going to do good numbers in the box office. I think this is going to be 
a successful film simply because they've come out, they've they've admitted basically they fucked up. They want to make right for the fans. This automatically makes it feel like the fans or people of Sonic or even just the haters that just wanted to had fuel the fire input. had direct input and made a change. So subconsciously, or even even they have now this this like almost a duty to go see this movie because they were part of the reason why it has changed for what for the better or for the worse. It doesn't matter. We're gonna assume the better, even though the movie it's not gonna change how good or bad the movie is. But in terms of the the main look of Sonic, people are gonna go to this movie and they're gonna check it out. And I think they're gonna be more likely to give it a good review. To to be just because when you've got your hands in something like that, you're more likely to be biased on the experience because you're biased on the experience. Now, with that being said, <clears throat> these guys are motherfucking geniuses. Mm. And you know how they extra win. This is how they make even more money. They put out a trailer in the next, I don't know, month. They can get they can muster up a trailer. They right? have some time. They have they can do a trailer, right? Yeah. And and they can they can even redo the same trailer, but make Sonic look the right way. They can make it almost a meme, right? They could say the new Sonic Hedgehog. They could do something that and then when people see it, they go, wow, this looks much better. I guarantee the thumbs up for the for the video is gonna be through the roof. If they do it well. If they though. do it well. If they and fuck it a second they can't time. Fuck it, they're not gonna I don't huh. believe they'll fuck it a, I think they'll do this one well. Huh. They'll make Sonic look right. So they do that. But here's how they ultra win. Not only do I think the movie will now do well in the box office, but how fucking cool and awesome would it be? And this would be the only way I'd ever buy a Blu-ray in my entire life. Oh, God, no. Is if those motherfuckers said, you know what? Uh, we're going to release, we're gonna release two the two versions. Oh, and we're going to no. put the original on the Blu-ray so that you guys can watch how originally Stop! was supposed to be, bro. Don't give them ideas. Dude, tell me that isn't fucking genius. It is. I'm, I'll fucking buy the Blu-ray. I'll get the digital online shit, bro. Think of the fucking money. You've got two Sonics. Fuck. Tell so, me, tell me you would not be curious to watch that fucking dumpster fire. Especially if I'm, the movie. I'm still curious to watch the dumpster the movie, fire. Imagine if the movie's shit. And then like you get to watch an even shittier version of the movie. Or even if it's good, and then you got to watch how bad it was. It's the video game version dude, of the room. Of the room, bro. This movie's gonna. Dude, I, I'm telling you, this has worked out for their favor immensely. Who the fuck changes their entire main character animation eight or nine months before a movie is released? Who does that? Somebody who already spent ninety million dollars on a Sonic movie. Yes, <laughs> which was bro. A steep buy in the first place. Dude, I'm telling you, man, if they do not put on the original on the Blu-ray, these guys are truly fucking idiots. Uh, There has got to be the original on the fucking movie. Or well, on the blue, it has to be. Well, especially, well, it really depends, I guess, as to how far they were <laughs> into production before the, when they made the trailer. Finish it. Right? Finish it. Wow. <laughs> Dude, That's, finish, finish it. <laughs> my guess is the vast majority of it was done and then they do like the the, the the extra layers to kind of tighten everything up do it do it 
You have to. <laughs> you have to. I mean, the amount of money you would make alone on that shit would be insanity. Here's here's my question. When does that movie come out? Uh, do, we, uh, do we have I, a date? Yeah, yeah. I think it's in like eight months. Let me see. So I thought it was in like October, maybe. Sonic the movie 2019. Let me see here. November 19th. Or sorry, November 15th, 2019. So how do they keep <clears throat> this movie relevant for that long now that we've gotten to this juncture? Clips. Just fucking put out. Dude, this is perfect. Because in another two months... Maybe maybe even three months, right? Because people are still talking about Sonic. People are still fucking well, talking yeah, about this shit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've got Jim Carrey as well, right? Yes. So, you know, you've got Jim Carrey in your back pocket. In another two, three months, somewhere between midsummer, they come out with a new Sonic. They could redo everything, bro. They they could put out... Remember that first poster we got that was like a moving poster? How about it don't could, use Gangster's Paradise in the follow-up? Dude, they have to change everything, bro. They have to. They have to. Like they almost have to pretend like that was uh, like it never existed. But I'll put all of it on the Blu-ray. Like it's it's a fucking secret that only the people that buy the Blu-ray can experience. Put just dumpster all that. Pretend like it never happened. Then come up with a new trailer. Come up with new teasers. Come up with just new everything. Just like a new marketing campaign, bro. And I'm telling you, it'll be a win. I'm, they're gonna make money on this movie, bro. They were doomed to fail. Before this fucking gong show happened. They could have came out with a Sonic that looked like the Sonic that they're going to now make. And, and the movie was going to fail. Well. Yeah, yeah. Now the f- movie will win. I'm telling you. It's got so much. Dude, I, people, every YouTuber that I've watched, they all fucking think it looks like dog shit. But they're all going to see it. Because Everybody, it's a dumpster fire. Yes, but now can you imagine if they come up with a preview and it looks dope. Like if Sonic looks dope. Then you got to go, well, you know, we did it, boys. This is the first time ever a movie has come out and is changing the complete look and publicly announced that we've fucked up and we're listening to the fans do crazy. Crazy. It's possible. It's, it's possible. I'm calling it out, man. I'm I'm go- play, they could be, they, there's 200 IQ 4D chess plays. Dude, I'm going, I'm going to watch it. Yo, Micro Nightmare said, Jeff, you've given Hollywood too much credit. They did come out with Dragon Ball Evolution in The Last Airbender. It's not possible. Stop the madness. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Those are some bad movies. Those are some fucking... I haven't seen either of them. Oh, don't. (laughs) The Dragon Ball Evolution, I saw in theaters, and I hated my life. Uh, Airbender, I went in theaters, I left. I've walked out about three movies in my entire life. And those were two of them? Uh, No, no, I stayed for Dragon Ball. Okay. But I left for uh, uh, Airbender. I also left for Borat, um, or not? Was it no, not no, Borat? The next leave, one, uh, the next one, the other one that that was with. with there was with another, Sasha Baron Cohen. yeah, another Sasha Baron Cohen. One. Uh, oh, what was that one called? I know which one you mean. It was like the next one after Borat. Yeah, 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 I yeah. left off. That. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember. The, I can see. Uh, oh my god, he was like a flamboyant <clears throat> fucking um, yeah. Bruno. Bruno left. I left through through Bruno. There was one other movie that I've that I left uh, that I left through, and that was actually the last the last movie I left was in like 2016. It was like a really fucking shit movie. Talk about 4D chess. Sasha Baron Cohen is a fucking god. I've the never sh- I've never been a huge fan of him. Well, here's the thing: is 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 well, I I loved uh, Borat. I think it was well Borat was a film of his time, but Borat was was a fu- I mean, that was a cult like fucking hit, right? Borat was big. Mm-hmm. Put it, and put him on the map. <clears throat> For yes. real. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. 
So, but the shit that that man has done. Oh, he's done some crazy even shit. Even recently. Bro. Have oh, you seen what he did recently? I saw when he was With in, like the politicians I and shit. I saw that, yeah. And like the, 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 the gun training for kids oh, in elementary God, school. Dude, they and mocked, they had he the, mocked the fuck out of these people, man. They're, they look like. They were on for the fucking ride. Dude. And, and that, that's, he's a fucking genius. Who in the fuck convinces people to do that shit and go all in on it? Sasha. Playing an Israeli like ex-military, yes. yes, bro, fucking guy with like the crazy accent, yes, and the shit coming out of his mouth is insane, yes, and they just go with it, yes. It is the biggest example of like the whole um, feigning authority, and people will just go along with it. Mm. It's why like if you dress up like a cop or some shit, and or if you walk into a building, you just have a clipboard or something, anything that make you look like you belong there, and you yes. just play the part, yes. People will just it's like you just they ignore it. Yeah, well, that was like that's what a lot of the in like a lot of the heist movies and shit. Yeah, you'll see somebody walk in with like a a, a mop and broom. They're like, yeah, we're just gonna go and uh, we're gonna go and do do that thing. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. There's no question. It's just, innocuous. Yeah. but but what makes his even more impressive is that he's not being innocuous. He's being fucking so over the top. Yeah, bro, he's making fun of people, bro. He's, he's showing how ridiculous people are. It's just funny. It's as insane. Yes, yeah, so, uh, and people in power too. So it's not a, like I love all of his movies, but no. but I think he's a. I actually think he's a goddamn genius. <clears throat> yes, it's not my type of humor, but it's it's impressive. Did you not like Borat at all, even back I in the did. day? I did, but I was also a lot younger then. Yeah, I think I if think I watched I would, it today, I think I'd still. I'd chuckle. I think I'd still like it. Yeah. I think I'd still like it just because of the of the the just absurdity. You know, of it you know, you know. One of my one of my guilty pleasure, um, stupid comedy type things are that I would still watch today and laugh is Jackass. Those types of uh, things, I would still probably I could watch enjoy. An OG Jackass, yeah, but I couldn't do the newer stuff. Well, I think I think mainly the newer stuff is the guys are older and they've they've been through it all and, and their, their attitude towards shit is different. You know, they're yeah. successful. They don't. You know they beat up their bodies. Well, like the original a stuff, lot of them are recovering alcoholics and drug addicts. Yeah, before they were just fucking. Well, the original mad. stuff was like they they had some crazy shit, but it wasn't like one upsmanship that bad. Yeah, and it got to a point where they were just like yeah yeah yeah. Well, they ran, had to. They had it's to. Fast and the Furious syndrome, and right? it got and it got to be a little bit you know much. a little bit a little bit much for me. But yeah yeah, yeah wild, absolutely wild. Uh, uh, what else do we have? I have on this list, <laughs> Endgame. Overtakes Titanic, number two all time box office, two yep. weekends, over two billion dollars. Now Avatar. Now let's go keep going. Keep doing it. Took Avatar seven weekends to hit two billion dollars. Now, obviously, the Chinese market didn't exist for Avatar back in the day mm-hmm. in the way that uh, Endgame gets to have some help with that. Dude, you want to know what's crazy? Is Avatar now you can I can probably look this up, but I'm pretty sure Avatar only did Less than forty million dollars in the opening weekend. Avatar opened really poorly. That was a snowball, and then word of mouth happened. Yeah, the advertising started ramping up, and the movie just became it a got fuck- very real. Oh, dude, it didn't open like these other big movies did. People were seeing it like ten times. Oh yeah, it was an experience, right? Yeah. Nobody, nobody's ever, nobody at the time, nobody's ever, ever seen ever anything, seen like anything yeah, yeah. quite like Avatar. I mean, people wanted to live in Pandora. Now. I knew in this, and I called this out. I said I thought that um, Endgame is going to be the second biggest grossing movie of all time. There is a chance that it does become number one. It's still going to be tough, but let us not forget Titanic, which has made how much? Two point what? Two uh, Titanic? Yeah. What are they? Two point two two point one. Two point one. 
I think somewhere I think, in there. I think Avatar is what two point seven. Two point seven for Avatar. Yeah. So anyway, I think Titanic is almost two point two billion. Yeah. But let's also remember that was back in like nineteen ninety nine. Well, yeah, I mean, we talked about this before, where I if mean, you move Titanic up to today, they'd make just an unfucking godly amount of money. Like, it'd, right? be, it'd be fucking damn near $4 billion. Yes. Oh, 100%. Like, Titanic was, like, number one in the box office 100%. for, like, 16 fucking weeks. Yeah. The shit was, like... It, oh, it'd it, be huge. That shit, I mean, fuck me. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not, it's not too hard. I mean, it is hard to beat Titanic's numbers, but in terms of today with how, like... The market's so much bigger now. The two, and, and like, just, the two tickets that I got for us was, like, 38-something. Yeah, yeah. You know, back in the fucking day, for the two of us to go to the theater, it was like ten bucks. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're talking like four ninety nine a ticket. Is a still uh, did two point something billion dollars. Oh, uh, just a ton of money. But it, yeah. Avatar, Avatar, or sorry, uh, Endgame, just smashing all records, just smashing opening box. They're hitting three right bill here. without question. It's just now. fucking everything. Yeah. It's just fucking everything. Everything. So good on them. Uh, I'm going to see it again on Saturday. My mom's coming over to babysit the. The, the baby. Right. And then uh, Kayla has not seen it yet. It's coming exclusively to Disney Plus. Yes. December 11th. There we go. They have a date for it. So my question is, before we move on from, from this, is my question to you is, uh, where does Marvel go from here? What does Marvel look like post this 10-year well, we got we just run. got we just got the preview for Spider-Man. Um, and I won't talk about what's in that because there's a lot of spoilers. Because there's in that huge, spo- huge spoilers. Fucking, they like need the to moment, slow the fuck well, down. Well, they give you a warning. So as soon as the trailer came on, but even uh, Tom Holland saw, said, but even "Hey, if you saw Endgame. There was still like some shit for like Spider-Man in there that was." Yeah, but I mean, whatever. I, I yeah. think I think the big I think the trailer's a huge, uh, um, lie. I think uh, I think that. It, are they I fucking think, with people like they did with Endgame? Is well, I think it's there, but I don't think Mysterio is actually a friend of Spider-Man. I think that he, he's he's fucking with everybody. But anyway, yeah. I got all kinds of theories about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think what they're going to do now from here on out, I mean, they've already got a list of their movies that are coming up. Um, they're basically starting over. They're basically gearing down now, and we're going back to like a new beginning of a phase. And then they're uh, in the in the Spider-Man trailer. They talked about the multiverse, so I'm sure we're going to now start to see the Fantastic Four come in because of the Fox merger or the the, the buyout. Um, we're probably going to see fifth X- reboot of that, but now under the Marvel, <laughs> yeah, which is going to be very different, right? Yeah, um, we're going to be seeing uh, X-Men, X-Men come in, coming yep. in. Um, so yeah, I, I think they're going to be starting to establish new characters, new Avengers, new stories. And then working their way up to the next big uh, of new Avengers, uh, which will probably happen in like five years. Do you think this run is going to be uh, the success that the previous run was based on the movies, like the characters that these movies yeah. are based on? Do you I think, think so. it's going to do as well? I think so. But I, I, everybody is pumped. I mean, no, Marvel fans are diehard. I, I think um, a nice reset now is good. We've gone through that journey. We've got closure. It's time to start something new. Mm. And uh, I think it's going to continue to do fucking big numbers. In fact, I think it's going to be get bigger and bigger and bigger. I think mm. I think I don't I think there's going to be bigger movies than Endgame. I think there's going to be bigger, uh, bigger things for Marvel. That they, they, do you think we risk? Do we do you think that we in this next phase that we risk fatigue? No, at all. No, I did. Marvel just does a uh, such a good job at. Do you think that's what the humor in all these movies are for is to help with relax the fatigue of the superhero like 
movie? I don't know because there's I, so I, much. They, they. I mean, it, nobody like wants keep... a super serious. Nobody wants Dark Knight all the time. Like that would be a fatigue. No, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like is I mean they got to the point where where it was like they'd look at movies that weren't performing as well and they'd say fuck it, let's just take this and then turn the humor up like Thor. Yeah, like Thor was like shit, shit, and then oh well, fucking Ragnarok, let's just turn it into a comedy. Like yeah. the whole fucking movie. Yeah, why? Well, yeah, I mean they needed to do something with Ragnarok because the Dark World sucked ass. The first Thor was fine. Dark World was probably the worst Marvel movie in the history yeah. of Marvel movies. Um, Even worse than the original Hulk. Yes. Oh, yes. It's oh. a fucking. I never saw. I never saw the second. Don't Thor watch movie. the Dark World. It's fucking garbage. Um, the the yeah the original Hulk is not. It's it's number it's number twenty it's number twenty one of the shittiest movies. Dark World's number twenty two. Uh, <laughs> so they're they're they're, right, they're neck and neck. They're <laughs> neck and neck. Uh, but yeah, no, I I don't see a fatigue at all. Um, I mean, fuck, Marvel's been dropping two, three Marvel movies a year. And in most cases, it's two or three Marvel movies in the span of a summer. Uh, and they're just doing bigger and bigger and bigger numbers. It's what, it's what the people want. It's what we're getting. Until Marvel gives a string of shitty movies, then I don't, I don't see any fatigue. It's like Star Wars. I don't think there's a Star Wars fatigue. I think people just got fatigued of shit Star Wars. A yeah, shitty that, Star Wars making. Well, that definitely doesn't help the situation. No. If there was going to be fatigue with Star Wars in general, making Star Wars progressively shittier yes. definitely expedited the fatigue. Yes, but I mean, I don't I don't see any problem with two Star Wars movies a year. You have a, an episodic one, and if then you've good. got a different, and then you've got a different, you know, whatever. Uh, if they're good, if you're telling good stories, who doesn't want to watch... How can you get fatigued from Star Wars? Well, they just announced another three movies here starting in 20... Yeah, new trilogy. And Ryan Johnson's trilogy is smoked. Gone. Bye-bye. Hallelujah! Yeah. Gone. Just got announced, like, I think yesterday. <laughs> it was like yesterday or, t- yesterday or today. There is a god! Yeah, gone. Um, so we're looking at... Fuck. We're looking at, apparently, The Old Republic is going to be coming. Now, it might not be Knights of the Old Republic, but it's going to be... Uh, well, it's in that era. It's in that era. It's the old republic. The old, the old republic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, listen, who the fuck can get fatigued on Star Wars or Marvel movies when really, when you think about it collectively, you're getting at, for Marvel, you're getting at most eight hours of Marvel in a year. Yeah, yeah. And then for Star Wars, at most five hours if you're doing two movies at two and a half hours a pop. Mm-hmm. How do you get fatigued on that? Right. Well, I think it's like less the, about the fact that the movies are coming. They have out to be it, good. It, they just it, have well, to be good. Good, but it's also just that because of the press cycles, it's like the, you never. They never actually ever go away. Well, yeah. So, I like, mean, that's you, the nature of social media. Yeah, right? yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but that's just. But that's what I mean. That, that but that plays a part of it. Is that you feel like you never stop hearing. So it does. It's just constantly there. So it, even though you're right, yeah. you're only seeing it yeah. for a couple hours a year. You you have inadvertently had it. Be crammed into your ear holes, yeah. and your eye. But holes. if it's good, you're you're excited about that, yes. right? You're you're you want to make the discussions. But like, it's not it's, easy to continuously put out what people consider no. to be good all yeah. the fucking no, time. No, of course there's not. Go, there's going to be, of course, not. a Thor too. So, and we'll see what happens when. Uh, now, in terms of fatigue, yeah, the real question will be when the Disney Channel Plus comes out, right? The Disney Plus, and they start service, pumping out TV, and shows. they start pumping out the TV shows in longer form, where you're getting ten hours of a show, right? 
Um, we still don't know if they're going to be releasing, uh, say, the Mandalorian show, the Star Wars one, all in one lump sum. Right. If they're going to be doing it, like I think how Amazon does for some of them, where they release the first three episodes and then they do it weekly after that for some of the series. Or they're going to just do it one one week by week. Who knows? Now, if we're getting three Marvel movies a year and we're getting, you know, a Vision Scarlet show, uh, uh, a Winter Soldier uh, Does Falcon Spawn show. get in on this phase? Who knows? I mean, we've even Spawn's got... Marvel, right? I'm not crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Spawn is theoretically with Sony, but they've been sharing sort of... It's like where Spider-Man is. So Spider-Man is actually owned by Sony. Right. And, but they're allowing Marvel to also use Spider-Man because he's such a pivotal right. uh, thing. It's That's why the Spider-Man trailer that just came out is so crazy because... Tom Holland, at the very start of the trailer, he comes out and says, hey, if you haven't seen Endgame yet, don't watch this Lots trailer. Lots of spoilers. Yeah. Lots of spoilers. But what's so crazy about that is Endgame is a Marvel Disney movie. Right. This here is a Sony picture. So you've got a Sony picture basically promoting a Marvel movie. Even but though it's, it's the, all good for e- both it's sides, good for right? both sides. It's a symbiotic, you know, exactly. But that's relationship. Cr- yeah, but you never see that type of thing, no. right? And Spawn falls into sort of that 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 realm of of thing. So you may see Spawn uh, on there, but what I think we're going to see from Marvel, which will excite me for a TV show, not Blade? a movie, Blade. Yeah. I think we're going to see a Blade, and Wesley I think Snipes. I think we're going to see Blade and Deadpool together, oh, and that shit. would be fucking. Just give me all of well, that. Well, luckily, Wesley Snipes hasn't aged. No, he hasn't. Because he's black. Yes. And the thing is, is... is <laughs> well, he's actually purple. He is purple. <laughs> uh, and the thing the thing is, is... is uh, what's his face? Um, uh, who plays Deadpool? Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. He, he could just... He could make those jokes. Yes. Right to fucking Wesley Snipes. Yes. And Wesley Snipes' character is like... Sort of a he's a, a, a hard ass straight man, yeah. And then you've who's a badass vampire, right? Who fucking is also brutally kills people and fu- with katanas, yes. And then you've got Deadpool, who's a fucking troll. Like the two of them together would just create the greatest R-rated movie ever. Yeah, I mean it would just be ama- or even TV show. It doesn't matter. Give me all of it. And if we do get Spawn, it better be R-rated. Oh yeah, it has to be. It better be. Better. Well, but they didn't do R-rated fucking... That uh, is true. That they didn't is do true. R-rated with uh, Venom. Uh, Venom, that is true. And they also Venom also made a billion dollars, so... Yeah. Uh, Which made, it probably shouldn't have made a billion dollars. Made, made like a fucking billy. If I'm yeah. going to be honest I'm pretty sure you. it hit a billion dollars. Either that or it was like $800 million, but That's, I think it hit the billion dollar mark. Uh, that was hopes and dreams getting made, into a billion. Made a fuck ton of money, bro. They're yeah. definitely doing more. Anyway, um, so yeah, that, that's uh, that's what that is. Oh, last before we get into Game of Thrones. Yes. Uh, Detective Pikachu. Right, it's out. Well, it's not out, but people have seen seen it. I think it comes out next Thursday. Right, uh, a lot of people have seen it. Reviews are coming out. I think uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, are we above an eighty? No, we are at sixty-eight uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, which for Detective Pikachu for a Detective Pikachu movie? That's good. It's actually not bad. That That's actually kind of gets me a little because you know the critics are going to be crazy harsh. Yes. Uh, but apparently Ryan Reynolds somehow does a good job as Pikachu because he plays Deadpool in Pikachu's body, which is the biggest concern I had. Right? <laughs> is like I don't want to hear Deadpool, but now I'm gonna hear Deadpool. 
Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I, I've, I've, it, apparently it's entertaining. Um, I think it's going to do well in the box office because it's fucking Pokemon, which I do believe, and I can, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but Pokemon from what I, from what I heard and what I'm reading is it's the biggest brand in the world. The number one biggest brand in, on the planet. I mean, I wouldn't and surprise And apparently me. number three, which will surprise you, is Winnie the Pooh. Don't even ask me how Winnie the Pooh is up there, but it's up there. That's what I was reading. Now, this source could have been fucky, but that's what I was reading. That Pokemon is literally the number one brand, uh, like generating money brand wow. uh, in that sort of sphere. like uh, That category. That, yeah, like whatever we want to call Cartoon it. Cartoon I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I've, I, I, I want to say brand, period. Um but apparently, uh, Winnie the Pooh is like number three. I don't even know where they're making their money. Um, overseas, yeah, obviously not here. I mean, Winnie the Pooh is always bigger, as far, as far as I know, overseas where it kind of originated for the most part. I guess it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, actually, no, Winnie the Pooh is a Canadian thing. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I actually don't that's know. Good, I just reminded myself. Unless the source I was, I was, uh, I was, I was getting this information from is totally batshit crazy. But it's uh, possible. I heard, I heard the Pokemon thing, and I was like, okay, that makes sense. And I heard Winnie the Pooh, and I was like, mm, it's got to be a China thing, nah. right? It's got to be an Asia thing. It's, it's be. Uh, I mean, Winnie the Pooh is like that cutesy, cartoony thing that that would totally go over well in. Yes, in Pokemon. Asia. I can definitely see. Well, obviously, yeah, it's Pokemon. Pokemon's just big everywhere, dude. That the movie's probably gonna make a lot of money. Probably, yeah. Especially if it doesn't suck, because it's targeted towards our age, right? The people who grew up with Pokemon, but who are older now—that's mm. who that movie's for. Mm. And uh, that's not a small market. No. So it's probably going to make some money. Ryan, Ryan, you know, Ryan Reynolds is on uh, on fire as of late, and so that's probably going to help it. He needs to slow down, though. He, he, needs, he can't. He, needs, he can't. He can't jump. Or he into needs any to do more. a different character. Yeah, he can't. You know, he needs to learn how to change his voice. He can't just be Ryan Reynolds anymore. Yeah. It's either that or he needs to just start doing some more live action. Like, I know he's got yeah. the Bodyguard 2 coming out or whatever. Uh, that was with Samuel Samuel L. L. Jackson, right? yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, these... these Because Deadpool is basically a voiceover. I mean, that's the that's that's pretty much what it feels like. Pokemon, Hello Kitty, Winnie the Pooh, Mickey Mouse, then Star Wars. Told you. Isn't that fucked? How the fuck is Winnie the Pooh? The top two make sense to me. Pokemon and Hello Kitty. Yes. Asia's carrying the fuck out of that. Winnie the Pooh, also likely Asia. Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mouse, that's more of a global and then thing. And Star Wars is okay. Star Wars it makes it. sense. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But that's insane, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. I thought there was something else that I was going to mention about TV and movies, but it's gone out of my Highest head. Highest grossing media franchises. There you go. That's oh, what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's nuts. Crazy. Winnie the Pooh is killing it, bro. You know who's not killing it? Who? Spoiler alert. Game of Thrones. Yep. This is where we talk about it. Game of, 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 throw spoilers, spoilers, game of Thrones. Jeff. Yeah. It's bad. Goddamn bad! Fuck! We're throwing seven seasons! Ten years! Well, five. Out, out the window. Fuck! For a progressively shittier experience that is culminating 
in what seems to be them rushing to the end just to get it the fuck over with. Dude. Well, let's be real. Last episode, better than episode three. In it, my opinion. It was. Remember I gave the other the last episode three a six. Oh, and, that was, a, and that I was, was because a, I was giving him bonus points. That was a two. I know. I was giving him a lot of bonus points because I understood. Or no, as I understood. I was giving them a lot of sympathy points because, for one, they were never going to live up to the hype regardless of how it went. Yeah. And two, they had to cover a lot of ground in one episode that no amount of writing was ever going to save them on that one. So uh, it was the one episode of this entire season that I was going to, which it was hypocritical because in the first episode I said I wasn't going to cut them any slack for the fact, even though I understood that this season was going to be rushed. But I did it for that one episode because I thought, you know, they obviously, it's not that they didn't try. It's 55 days of shooting. They yeah. gave it the, you know, I, I, so I gave them the, the The reality is it was a two. It's just straight up. It's the reality a two. Is a two, but I gave them, I gave them bonus points for, because, just because there was, I, I couldn't see very many ways uh, that they could have escaped that. Which, I could have. Well, in terms of, in terms of what would have had to have followed that. Yeah. Anyway, that episode was shit. It was We're shit. going episode four now. Episode four. All right. Yes. If you had to give it a rating out of 10. Yeah. What is it? Uh, four. Woo! Okay. I'm going six. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with six on this. And this, I'm, listen, I've been on the Game of Thrones hate train now for about two weeks. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still going in every day wanting to love this damn show. Okay? I'm a fucking Game of Thrones fanboy. I probably spend more time watching Game of Thrones related shit than 90% of the people that even listen to this podcast. I'm talking on any of my free time, which is not a lot of it. I am listening to uh, Game of Thrones podcasts. I'm fucking trying to soak up the mythology. I love the brand. I love the fucking world. I love everything about it's it. It's not Winnie the Pooh. It's not Winnie the Pooh. And um, I'm just going to say it, man. This season sucks. This season... That's How this, could you say something... So bold. Well, because there's 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 so many people <laughs> on the Game of Thrones sauce, it's and true. I don't want to ruin their fun. Yeah, like I get it. Like if you're if if you if that if if this is doing it for you, I'm fucking happy for you. Right. Yeah. But as but for somebody that holds Game of Thrones to a higher standard, this season is unacceptable, and this episode was the embodiment of of. Why it's such a shitty season. The amount of inconsistencies of character decision making. Of the rush. I mean, god damn, man. I mean, time is flying faster than who knows what. And it's so inconsistent, bro. You'll have like one or two scenes and a week goes by. Then you'll have another one or two scenes and like a month goes by. Then you'll have, like, a couple of scenes and somebody's had two kids. You know what I mean? Like, it's that bad. I mean, I'm being a little, I'm, you know. No, you're not wrong. You're actually being, you're actually shorting it some. Some of the shit that happened in that last episode. Yes. It was, like, three months. It was bad. I mean, it was really, bro, I'm just going to say it. Jon Snow, how do you go? I already shit on Snow here last week. And it's not Snow. It's the writers who's writing Snow. But since Kit Harrington is doing his best job as he can. Hit, hit, nothing wrong with him. No. Everything to do wrong with his, how his character is being written. Yeah. Why in the fuck? And I'm not going to yell because I want to preserve my voice. But why in the fuck did he not go over and pat, hug, sit down, talk, anything 
to his fucking dog. You know why? Because they did the no CGI love and they did the CGI shit in the recording for Ghost in Vancouver, far away from wherever the fuck the rest of the cast was. So all they did was, all right, Kit, we need you to walk on camera, look over and look, you know, melancholy. It's unacceptable. And uh, walk away. It's unacceptable. And they it's said unacceptable. It was, they said it was too much work. Now, this was the same did show they say, that... What did they... There's too much work. Did they actually to, come out and say that? Yeah, too much work to to, to suck my dick. All this dragons and shit. And suck you couldn't my get dick. him to pet a fucking green screen ball. Suck my dick. Too much fucking work. You're Game of Thrones. You're the biggest fucking show ever in the history of modern television. Too too much work. Jeff, I have some questions for you. I have some questions for you. Why, even even taking into consideration oh my God. that we know what they're trying to do with Daenerys as a character here, it's been so painfully obvious it's for sh- so long. They're shoving it down her throats. It it's makes me really feel bad. like I'm fucking stupid. Dude, she did... Let's let's go back on what she did in this episode. She did crocodile tears yep. to try and manipulate Jon. And then they did the, the, the flip the switch. It was basically her and Jon had the same scene that her and Sansa had. Yes. Almost to the T. Yes. <laughs> Please, I've never banged for if anything you in my with life. Me, I'll kill you. <laughs> That's basically how As that Adam went. would do. <laughs> it's John's faces. <laughs> I don't know, bro. So she does that. You're like, all right, well, that's par for the course for Daenerys in season eight. So, you know, fucking A. Then there's the war room talk where they're all wa- oh for some God, reason. Dude, that- well, I laughed out loud when watching it. Bro. They're one at a time, like all the board, all the pieces are on the on the board, right? And they're walking up one at a time, like taking their pieces off, like if they're like it's their army, as if one person couldn't just be fucking doing that shit. It's like you know, Grey Worm walks in. Here we go, take these pieces off the board. Then John's like, I'll take these pieces off the board. And then other guy comes up, I'll take these pieces off the board. And then they have this discussion where where uh, where Daenerys is like, "Fuck it, we're going directly to King's Landing." Sansa goes, "No." And then and then all right. So before what what some people watch the show might not realize is that King's Landing is almost like somewhere between two and three months march. It's a long ways from where they are in the north. It's a long way. They just fought a fucking epic battle in which they pissed away half of their army for literally no reason. Their men are fucked. They need to eat and sleep. Her dragon's fucked. Bang a bit. Dragon needs to rest they up. They even showed the dragon flying around. Just hurting w- the situation. Got fucking holes in its goddamn wings oh, and bad, shit. Fucking up, time. making weird noises. So, despite that, Daenerys says, fuck it, guys. We're going to King's Landing. And then Sansa says, hold up, bitch. People need to sleep and eat. Yes. Because that's a long walk. And we only have half the men that we did. She has the entire Golden Army plus some fucking Euron dick sucker out there waiting for us. Yep. And they're rested and well fed. Yep. And everyone's just waiting. And we're not. And they're in King's fucking Landing. Yes. Not exactly the easiest, most penetrable fortress but in Adam, Westeros. She's got dragons. Exactly. Burn them all. So we're going. So they go on a walk, which conveniently takes them as far as showtime goes, five minutes. She shows up with whatever le- is left of the Unsullied and Grey Worm. Basically uh, Grey Worm. Basically Grey Worm. Uh, and they get there. But while they're walking there... Oh, no, wait. 
I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting the fucking ahead of myself. Before that happens, she flies down, and they've got their ships and shit with the Unsullied. Flies down, and they got their ships. And, you know, Grey Worm and Masande are holding hands, and everyone's fucking just kissing babies. Tyrion and fucking Varys are underneath and fucking... somehow! Mm-hmm. Daenerys on a goddamn dragon... 400 feet in the air. Yep. Doesn't see a fleet of battleships. Yep. In the distance at yep. any point in time. Yep. Zero. Yep. Nothing. Oh, not only that, she forgot that army even existed. Yes. And then, <laughs> coincidentally, we went from season seven where the ballistas, the ballistae, whatever the fuck you want to call ballistas? them. Ballistas? Is that what they called? Yeah, the the big ass fucking crossbows attached the spear, to the boat. The spear that shoots things. Braun yes, barely fucking made the other one work, and and it was realistic in the in the sense that you're hitting a fucking moving flying target. Yes, it's not exactly fucking easy. No, that was on land. Yes, these guys are on fucking boats in the ocean. Yes, has anyone who's written on this fucking show <laughs> ever been on a fucking sailboat? On the open ocean. Yes. Ever. Yes. And to then hit. So your ship's fucking giving her the business on the water, unless your ship's the Titanic, <laughs> which these were not the Titanic. And they're front heavy with these big ass fucking bl- balances on the front. And all of a sudden, heat seeking fucking arrows. <laughs> Dude, they missed like two arrows on like nine ships. Fuck that dragon up. There was no battle. No. There was no nothing. It was just flying and the sea was like, oh, they're dead. Yes, gone. Crashes into the water and then you're on with this like fucking smug ass. <laughs> and then they, and then for whatever reason, despite the fact that they just fucked on, uh, what was that dragon's name? Drago or whatever the fuck. Dra- uh, I hate them so dra- much. They're fucking dragons. Anyway, fuck they don't matter anyway. No, they so don't. So he's dead. Now Daenerys is putting on her angry face. Yeah. <laughs> She's powering up. Yeah. Just she charges the them, dummy. Headlong. And now they can't. Fight. And now all of a sudden they can't hit her. They went from being able to hit a laterally moving dragon from a further distance to not being able to hit a dragon flying directly at them closer. But Adam, you know why? Do you know why? Because beca- plot armor. Well, no. Well, not only that. The storytellers they wanted you to know that Sansa was right. That the dragons needed time to rest. And thus the weak, hurt dragon was not strong enough to move out of the way in time or protect itself. But the dragon that she was on was able to maneuver and dodge because it wasn't hurt from the battle. So they wanted to reinforce the mistake that Danny was making. That was... I, I feel your pain, Adam. I feel... I feel that's a terrible excuse, but that's what I'm getting because they're in the that's air. The they see it I and they think. go, "Everyone, stop!" There is a fleet yes. of fuck us in the butthole yes. coming up around this corner. Yes, and thank God we have dragons to fly above and see this shit. Yep, fuck, we have Bran who can warg into fucking anything. Yes, fucking crows, whatever, and scout, which he still hasn't done effectively. <laughs> 
We have a dude who sees the goddamn future, and not once did he go, hey guys. But he lives primarily in the past, Adam. I don't want for things anymore. Hmm. He almost cracked a smile at one point in that he episode. I thought he was going to do and it. And then he said, I don't want for things anymore, which is kind of what the writers feel like at this point in the show, is they don't want anything but the end to come. They just want to get the fuck out. That's all they want to do at this so point. So that shit goes down. Then they magically appear in King's Landing. Like, for, well, the worst part of this whole fucking episode, of which there are many. Masande. Hmm. There's a cut to black scene after Peter Dinklage runs around on a single take where they're like, hey, uh, dodge, dip, yeah. duck, dive, oh. you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a baluster. <laughs> he runs, jumps into the water. Yeah. And we don't even know how fucking far away they are from shore, but like a certain amount of them somehow managed to fucking get to shore. Who knows, right? Grey Worm, thankfully, still alive. He looks around screaming Masanda's name. Of course, she's nowhere. You know why? Because somehow... Somehow that Grey Worm didn't see, or anyone else didn't see, somehow, Euron's group... I know. know. Got close enough. Snatched up Masande out of the water. It's fucking insane, dude. I know. Got her in case landing. I know. It's that bad. And now she's a prisoner of war. It's that bad, bro. It's that fucking bad. And then, we get the scene that should have been so fucking good... What a culmination of characters and plot development, even if you can ignore the Masande fuckery, where it is Cersei and her advisor versus fucking Daenerys and Cersei's brother in Tyrion meeting and this power play, this power dick swing of Tyrion to walk past the advisor in front of a bajillion archers of which we're going to ignore the fact that Cersei sent an assassin to kill this fucker and And now he's standing in front of him. She won't shoot him. Won't shoot him. It's crazy. But I was willing to look past it because, like, this is going to be some good fuck. There's some character development about to happen here. Mm, mm. No! You know what we got? We got a King's Landing that looked like a fucking McDonald's Happy Meal box. Nothing like it ever looked in any other fucking episode in the entirety of the series. I think they're on a different side of King's Landing. Apparently, they're in the slums. Standing out. Nobody could have thrown a spear or anything to end it. There's a goddamn dragon. Just he's, sacrifice. He's sitting, the dragon's sitting it's in the sitting background, like too. Pit, just it's like they drew a circle around him and went, don't move. Yeah, st- stay. Stay. It's a bunch of, like, just fucking whatever. She could have shot the dragon. They're on, oh, I know. They're I know. on land I know. with these ballistas. <laughs> yeah. They just took out one dragon that's flying. Now yeah. there's one that's literally parked yes. like a fucking SUV out back. Yes. Not moving. Yes. Pro- yeah. And it's closer. Yes. And you have your entire fucking shit fest of like four ballistas and a thousand archers. And you couldn't just fuck it. You kill the dragon. There's like 15, 15 fucking castrated warriors in front of you and a midget. Yep. Fuck. Kill it's him. Over. Kill him right now. And win. it goes along with everything that Cersei's done up to this point. Yes. This is the bitch. Yes. That has played chess better than everyone else in the show. Yes. That has no remorse. Yes. Killed, blew up the entire fucking cathedral. Yes. Yes. And now we get to this? Yeah, bro. It's dumbed down, bro. It's dumbed. It's dumbed down. You know, they, 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 I'm, I'm with you on all this. And then. Oh, and there's more. Then they kill Masande. Mm-hmm. And she just, she said, Dracarys. Yeah. It's her last word. Yeah. The closest Dragon thing to good. Fire. It's the closest thing to good that episode got. Mm-hmm. Because if you're going to say one word, that's the, that's the word to go out on. Yeah. And then we see Daenerys, 
who is now finally we see the, the switch has happened now. Mm-hmm. That's that was the straw that broke the camel's she's back. She's the mad queen now, bro. She's, she's the pissed. mad queen. She's pissed. She's every 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 muscle that that Amelia Clark has in her eyebrows full display. She's a huge eyebrow actress. Hundred percent. That's like if you There's guys some shit going I, I, I shouldn't on there. Have, I shouldn't have told you guys this, but now every time you see her act, she acts with her eyebrows. Impressive eyebrows, dude. It's like they never I, She does things. It's it's crazy with her eyebrows that Circus I've act. never seen actresses do or actors do in my life. And then we have Varys. Bro, you're making me go down to a four. Okay. Then we have Varys, who we got a almost a repeat scene of one of my favorite scenes in the entirety of the show. Yep. When they're in, Varys in front of the Iron Throne, in front of the Iron Throne yeah. by themselves, amazing scene, and that was like season three or some might shit. have been two. two, might have been two, and they had they had a one of the most well written read between the lines banter. exchange, yeah, yeah, I've one up in each other, one basically up, just fire, haul fire the whole thing, and then we get into this situation, and it's not that it was a bad exchange, but it was just another one of those we're gonna flip the script on this character. Varys is now going to tell us with as much exposition as humanly possible because nobody is smart enough to actually know otherwise as to why he's about to flip on it and basically set up an assassination of Daenerys. Yes. And I- Peter and, and, and uh, Tyrion is just going to kind of sit there and still muddle around with the, I don't know, I kind of like, and then, but low key agree with everything Varys is saying. And then that was like the whole scene. And now we got, so we got. Everyone, we got Mad Queen, we got everyone getting ready to fucking kill her, whether it's Arya, whether it's fucking Varys setting some shit up, fucking uh, Tyrion's even on the brink of friggin' turning, mm-hmm. uh, is wild, mm-hmm. earlier in the episode, you know, and then there, uh, well, well, the scene that kicked the whole thing off that everyone talked about that was the most generated, like, th- this was intentional, the coffee cup fucking bullshit was just, that was intentional, 125%, that fucking whatever the, that was that was social media marketing did its finest that one you think they did on purpose every fucking cock hair on every scene in the game of thrones is meticulously super glued into fucking place over a decade of fucking television and you're gonna tell me that somebody didn't notice the most blatant fucking coffee cup in a scene like that where they're honed in on let's show daenerys Mm-hmm. Looking around the room, mm. noticing everyone else having a good time and having people that appreciate every, you know each other, yep. while I sit here by it's myself and be sad. loathsome and sad, and then look at John and see that Tormund is like John's the greatest. I want to suck his dick. He, he drew, should he be wrote, king. He wrote a dragon, but yeah. we're gonna forget that Daenerys did. That's some bad writing, dude. It's some and, bad and shit. And she's just Daenerys, and then gets up and leaves. And then Varys is watching this whole thing, and he sees the writing on the walls. And there's the coffee cup. And that's just, you're going to make me believe that that shit wasn't spotted? Really? They had a special on this episode, bro, that broke down that scene. And they had that shit in detail so much to talk about all the various mechanics of how they did this whole, everyone trying to recreate the, the, uh, the feeling of being at a party where people do break off into smaller groups and there's people that will be people watching and, and the eyes meet, but you like you say everything with your eyes, you don't go anywhere and everything. And you're going to tell me that despite the fact you went through all that and all this show up to this point and you didn't notice fucking coffee cup. 
This ain't a watch on somebody's fucking wrist that, oops, came out of the costume and I forgot I thought my Rolex is still on. This is a goddamn coffee cup mm. in the middle of a table mm. that is in the middle of the frame mm. of this shit. Well. It's a four. It's a four? Hard four. I was at a six. And I'm probably going to go down to a five. I can't go to a four. Because I did enjoy this episode more than episode three. Which is pretty tough to even say, but I did. Now, since you've already shit on basically all the things I was gonna shit on, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go over that again. That I do hurt, agree. Fucking hurt me, bro. The them making it to King's Landing and and her just completely, completely forgetting about the the Golden Army is absolutely stupid. When they're just talking about it in several scenes, and all of a sudden she forgets. And I even watched uh, an after the uh, behind the scenes footage of the director physically saying on camera that Daenerys forgot. That they that they were even a thing, but I mean, it, it, I mean, holy fuck! I mean, the writing—it's the lazy writing. It's beyond and lazy. It's, it's all. It's all. And in it's the, so dumbed down now, it, man. It's it, so dumbed. I've never seen. I actually don't know a show that has force-fed narrative so hard in my life, it, especially now that Game of Thrones has established itself. To being, let's just say it, it it established itself of being a smarter show, a more sophisticated, yes. more mature, yes. more thought-provoking. It wasn't like everything else. Characters, it wasn't like everything else. It wasn't a fan-serviced, had, bullshit, fucking... Characters had an expiry date. And they did. And you didn't always know when that date was going to come it's, up. Exactly. But now they want to keep characters alive because they're popular. Now oh. they want to make the characters... Oh, they, now they want to do all this... <laughs> Go for it. So, so... This is this is this is the good that I saw. I'm gonna go with the good, okay. Since you went with the bad, I'm, I'm hoping, because I agree with all of the bad. I got one more bad for you, okay. But uh, could you know, just give me the bad. What, I just give it just one give more me, bad. Give me it. What in the unnatural, holy flying fuck was the Jamie and Brienne bullshit? Oh yeah, fuck! I forgot about that. That was weird. Um, talk, talk. You know what that did? That completely undermined the nighting scene. Yeah. From episode two. Yeah. Threw the whole thing out the fucking window. They had this great platonic understanding and relationship that built up over seasons. Yep. That culminated yep. in in arguably the most powerful moment of this entire season. Not that that was a fucking high bar to set, but we got it. It was one of the few then, good things. And uh, they undermined it with a high school drinking game that turns into Jamie just fucking her and then, I'm a monster! And then leaves. Yes. And we just watched Brienne crying Cry. in a nightgown. Like, fucking seriously? Yeah, I, I would have enjoyed what it. What does that serve as a purpose? Nothing. It serves, it, it, it's, I think they're trying to, to add to the fact uh, of, the, of, of Jamie still letting go of new love for his sister, uh, whether she's going to kill her, protect her, die with her, whatever. It was bad, Adam. It was bad. I would have loved to have seen one of them die in the big battle. And that way, they would have never been able to do exactly what they did in that episode because that is the that would have been poetic justice. That would have added to both characters. You know, Brienne may have never been able to be with be with him, even though you know she loves him or has feelings for him. But 
he knighted her and that'll last forever and that'll be part of her forever so such but, a bitter complex I mean, relationship it's a that way, was completely distilled it's into some dude it's fucking bad. fan fiction it's fuckery. What it is. that's what it is dude the whole aria thing's just a bunch of fan fiction everything is just a bunch of fan fiction here's the good here there's a couple good things mm. now when you can disregard all the shit which mm. it was 90 percent bad yeah but there's a few good scenes like yeah. you said Tyrion and Varys having their powwow together, yeah. always good. Yeah, Arya and the Hound uh, on their way in horses if back you, to King's Landing. If you Landing. ignore the fact that they're going on like their, yes. their fast travel, yes, I know that's fine. But their interactions, but their interactions good. are good. You know, he's like, "You're going to leave me there to die again," and probably. she was like, "Probably." Yeah. Um. You know, she's you know she still got somebody to get off her list. Yeah. Um. So their their interactions are good. Jon Snow doing what he did to Ghost. Bullshit. I fucking hate Jon Snow right now, or the what they've made Jon Snow, the fact that he did nothing during the big battle and everything else. else. Keep going. Um, You just keep reminding me of shit. But here's, here's, and I think I have this figured out. Mm. I think Varys, Mm. I think he is backstabbing uh, Daenerys, Mm -hmm. but I think it's, the backstabbing has already started. Mm -hmm. I think Varys has contacted either Bronn, Mm -hmm. who is in Winterfell because of that whole scene, and now Jamie's was another t- which was ter- fucking I know. goddamn I, terrible. I, I, scene. I, I like him, but the scene was weird. I snuck past all these people and all these guards yeah. and showed up with a crossbow and had yeah. this conversation, and then just fucking pieced out. Yeah, and now Jamie is on his way to King's Landing, and Tyrion is at King's Landing, and where's Bronn? Did he follow them? Uh, how did he get there? It's what like any of it? The door any- open. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kool Aid, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So, but here's what I think happened. Either he told Braun, yeah, or he sent a raven, or he did something, yeah, and he got back to King's Landing and told uh, Cersei, mm-hmm. somebody in her camp, that mm-hmm. they're on their way. The armies are depleted because when when Daenerys in that room said, "No, we need to strike. We need to strike now." Blah blah blah, and Sansa. Who is one of the few actresses that are that was acting the hell out of that scene when yes. she gave Daenerys that look of like? Well, Sansa's you know, arguably at this point the number one actor on the show. And she's she's crushing every scene she's in. Yeah, uh, and in a good Game of Thrones way. Yeah, and Varys is in behind, giving all those like weird you know facial looks, and you know you can see the, the gears ticking. Oh yeah, I think he told them that they're on their way and that a dragon was hurt mm. that's the why that's why the golden uh compass or army or whatever the fuck uh, whatever the fuck they're called uh the ones with the elephants where and of course there's no elephants no elephants no uh Can't. and i think they gave a stupid reason in the episode of they what, don't, they do don't well like on boats. Do, on boats yeah all right so uh they, in other words they they've just ghosted them yeah essentially we yeah. don't want to pay for the cgi no fuck that shit uh i believe that they were waiting for them on their way, shot them down because they knew they were coming. I also believe the reason why I also think this is the case is because crazy motherfuck that shot him, uh, you know, Cersei's boy toy, Euron. Euron, he was aiming up at the dragon, shot them down, of course, be- best aim NA, took him down. You've already He's gone through that. Missiles. He's seeking missiles. But then as he was going up, the camera showed him going down towards the ships and he had this fucking look on his face like like that crazy look like <laughs> like after he well, killed he's one because he's crazy but what I believe is this I believe that Varys told Cersei that they were coming 
and that they would not be harmed, but only to kill the dragons. And so he went after the dragons. I don't believe that they wanted to fight in the water. I believe that Euron, cuck lord, went fucking blood drunk, killed one of those fuckers, and then went down because if Varys is given the information, he goes, well, I don't want to die. I'm going to be on this boat. You know, I'm giving you this information. Don't kill me. And so then he goes down. He's got the crazy look on his face and he's aiming at the boat. And then he shoots the boats like like the boat. Like then we got the whole Tyrion scene. And then they go on there. I believe that Varys is setting them up. I believe that that Varys is uh, going to end up getting caught doing whatever he's doing. And the reason why I think Varys did this is because he's realizing, because he's always for the realm, and he's served many kings over the years, and he's he's even made, Tyrion's even made that joke, like, you know, how many people have you served under? And he serves because he wants to live all the time, and he wants to do what's better for the realm. So he believes that, listen, Daenerys has gone fucking crazy. I was in her corner. I was, I believe in her, and I still believe she's going to win this war. But I cannot have her kill every innocent person in King's Landing. So let's get rid of the dragons. And I still believe that Daenerys has enough of an army and enough of uh, enough of, of a presence to win. But even after the dragons are gone, and if she can't win, then I can live because Cersei, I'm the one who basically won the war for Cersei, getting rid of the dragons that would rain fire on King's Landing. So it's a win-win situation. He stays with Danny. Danny has no idea. So if she does wipe out King's Landing, he stays loyal. And then if Cersei wins, he he goes, "Well, don't kill me." That's why I just the way that Euron was aiming at them and had that look and they physically show him them go down the boats cuz I getting those dragons was the main thing. I don't think they ever wanted to fight out in open water. I don't think they did. But for somehow for some reason, some of the boats got wrecked. Our main characters ended up on shore. Fucking what's her face, sexy bitch, Masande. Uh, Masande. She, uh, there's a, a meme going around about a, a Sunday, uh, yeah, like an Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, she's she's obviously like what you said. How the fuck did she get captured? Those boats weren't near those boats. They were pretty far away, like pretty far away. Then we didn't see any battle. Did they have a massive battle? Obviously not, because then you have the army out in front of King's Landing. What happened there? How did they just pick her out of the group? Did she float to the shore like everybody else? And then they had a couple of people come up and pick her up and then, you know, and then and then executed her at the end just for plot point purposes? Who knows, right? That that's the sloppy writing. So, I think right now Varys is behind what just happened. He's using Danny's weakness against her of her being the mad queen, not listening to Sansa. Sansa had the right idea. She's more of a queen than what Daenerys is. She's level-headed, but of course Daenerys did not want to lose that that uh, that conflict between the two. Wanted to show her strength, and now that's why the dragon got killed so easily, and why her dragon was the one that got away because one was hurt and it needed to rest, and only you know she listened to Sansa. And I just believe that it's poor writing that is just force feeding all this bullshit to everybody. Uh, bad. It was it was a better episode for me than the last episode because there was color and brightness and I could see what was going on. Uh, and I will say, when they did shoot off at those boats, it was a cool little sequence. Uh, and a couple of the uh, interactions between characters felt like Game of Thrones for a minute. But they were fleeting feelings, right? It was like uh, you get five, ten minutes of like, okay, this is, 
All right, yes, yes. And then all of a sudden, huge plot holes, time warps, fucking uh, more fan service, bad writing, terrible decision-making from main characters. Who the fuck is Jon Snow anymore? Who's Danny anymore? I mean, you saw what they did with Ghost. Ghost is sitting there fucked up, hurt. How in the fuck did Ghost stay alive in the first place? He ran into the fucking undead army going buck wild and we never seen him again. What is going on? Dude, I want to, you know what I want to know? Why in the fuck did we have this big build up scene with John and Sansa and Arya and Bronn or Bran? I know the Bran and Bronn. Yeah. Okay. And Bran looks at John and says, It's your choice. And then John throws it back at him and goes, Go ahead and tell him. Yeah. Who John is. And then we cut to black, uh, and we don't see I know. any of the responses. That hurt me too. From Sansa or Arya, I know. As to receiving the news, dude, I even out loud, I out loud, I went, "Oh, come on!" Yeah. I actually said that. I, I was like, "Oh, come on!" And then, come on! And then, five minutes later, Sansa goes, nah, "Fuck what I said." I know. And then tells, just tells, tell, just, tells Tyrion, <laughs> tells Tyrion. Isn't that fucked? Isn't it just because it's so rushed? Nothing has time to marinate. Why is this? Why is the season six episodes? Why don't you just make a ten episode season and do them hour long? Well, according apparently, according to Martin, they only wanted to do like they only wanted to do like uh, seven seasons, and Martin wanted them to do ten, and then they have, and then eventually they settled on eight, eight, and so this was like doomed. Bro, they have already greenlit. This, this is, this is, this is the, tra- this is the fucking factory of Game of Thrones we're living on right now. Because right now they're burning such goodwill with so many diehard fans. I mean, of course, there's still millions of people out there that love the show. We'll eat up anything that fucking happens. Uh, they've already greenlit three prequels. Here's my question to you, Jeff. For most people, I'm going to say at least half of the people watching, or more at this point. What about this season, and honestly, season seven as well, and then now this culminating in this fuckery, what about these last two seasons, whereby we've seen what the writers do with the Game of Thrones uh, property? property without the backing of Martin's writing? What about these two seasons instills any level of confidence in the writing for any spinoff for Game of Thrones. None. I don't I None. could not possibly care any less about whatever fucking Game of Thrones projects White Walker they're trying to come up with. Yeah. Because nothing that I have seen in the bad last two seasons bad, has inspired me to believe that they can write any better than a fucking daytime TV show on CBS. Oof. Oof. That's bad. Well, what are they doing that isn't no, that I know. isn't contrived, I'm with, dude? I'm with you. Or I'm, like every other show, I'm with you, man. Fan service, poorly written, lazy. Like it's one thing that they have to work around the fact that they only have one season to do a lot of this work, but there are so many ways that they could have done this better. Yeah. Um. That if I'm going to be real, boggles the mind. I want to see Cersei just fucking melt everybody. I just, I, I at this point because I can't root for Jon Snow anymore. Um, I, I, 
Danny is gonna die. I mean, she is. She's. She's definitely she's dead. dead. She's dying probably she's on Sunday. Dead. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. Um, I still, in my heart of hearts, believe that Arya will be the one on the Iron Throne. Uh, with Gendry, even though she says she doesn't, even plan though on she said because she's not a lady or whatever, you know. She what? also says she doesn't plan on coming back. That's true. That's true too. Maybe not as Arya. Maybe as somebody else, or, or maybe uh, this Arya. I don't know. At this point, who fucking I don't knows? fucking care. I actually, dude. I I was so excited. My excitement level for Game of Thrones leading up to Episode Three was probably at an all time high. Waited damn near two years for the damn shit. We get. Two episodes of reunions, which I was definitely like, okay, you know, let's get to the good stuff now. But I was still enjoying, I was still enjoying Game of Thrones. The reunion, getting back to know the characters, I was okay with all that. Episode three came, and it just destroyed my love deeply for the show. And then episode four came, and now it's like, just end this. It's really, I it, want it to end. It actually makes me sad because we've we've been on this ride with this show, which has, for all intents and purposes, been the number one television show of all time. Yes, and not just because it was. You know, big bombastic and fucking uh, loads of, of money for the budget and everything. It wasn't like it was a Michael Bay production and that's why it was popular. It was popular because it was smart. It was popular because you really and truly didn't know what the fuck was going to happen next because the writing wasn't like every other fucking television show where you knew characters were likely going to survive every single conflict no matter what and that good guys were always going to come out on top and everything was going to be fucking fine and PG. Yep. That just wasn't the case. Nope. And so you didn't know what was going to happen. It was exciting. And we got that, and then we've now just been watching the slow death. And you know what? And you know what also makes this a bit sad is that I actually think the show is the reason Martin hasn't finished these books. Possible. I think that I think that with the show going on as it has and doing it, I think that he's become complacent, and he, I think he's become tired of the material, and he's spending more time on these side projects. Yep. And not trying to finish these books. I'd be shocked if he ever finishes the books. Before he's dead, uh, and I think that I think this was like a perfect storm of uh, right place, wrong time. Where if we had waited until Martin was done the series with the, of the books, yeah, and then did a TV show, yeah, we have good from start to finish, way higher percentage chance of that happening. The only thing, the only the only reason why I wouldn't want that to happen is because we would know the ending. And I, but the I show like, is strayed so far from the books anyway. Not, I understand, but just, but George, but George said that the ending of the show is virtually the same, but mm, how they get there is different. Is different. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, George said in an interview he refused, and pe- there, he said there's tons of people that know how it ends. He's he's read it, but he refuses to change the ending because. You know, one out of a thousand people know the ending, mm-hmm. and that would ruin all of the the writing that he's done leading up to it, and would leave so many plot holes and inconsistencies and everything. And he's pretty much said what the show does, um, or the the end of the show. So it might not be Arya that kills the Night King; it might be somebody else. But whoever ends up on the Iron Throne, or if the Iron Throne is destroyed or whatever, nobody's on there. That's likely how it's going to happen for George R. R. Martin. But it's all the events intertwined and how the characters act and mm. who dies, when they die, all that stuff. Because there's there's characters in the show that uh, are dead in the books or that aren't big characters in the books at all, but they're big characters in the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, it'll be interesting to see the... the That's the only thing now that Game of Thrones has got going for it is that we don't know how it ends. And we've gone this far that we're going to... 
we're we're going to see it through. I mean, we've only got two more weeks left. That's yeah. it. Yeah. We got two more weeks. And the way these weeks have been going, it'll feel like in two days we've watched the entire thing and it's done. And I got to say, by the time this is done, I'm going to be happy it's over. Because now I can just kind of let go of Game of Thrones and move on with my life. Yeah. Because it's it's not adding any extra enjoyment to my life anymore. It used to be something that I used to escape with. I used to be fucking pumped. And now it's been doing nothing but letting me down. And I'm fucking tired of it. And the worst part about it is there's enough... There's enough Game of Thrones and Game of Thrones that I like it enough to keep watching, but it's not. I don't hate. Well, it. you're invested this in, deep, yeah, right? And, and, yeah, you've put all these years, all this time, and to keep like you just you you ride it the fuck out. You don't. You, you can't stop now. They didn't end game, stick their landing. Let's put it that way. Fuck no, no, not even a little bit. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if this goes down as one of the worst rated seasons, probably the second worst season to date unless they do something really amazing in the last couple episodes which i mean at this point how do you redeem yourself i have literally no idea how the show pulls itself back up i have no clue i don't even know where the show's going anymore i can't make predictions because it's it's gone so far off the rails that it doesn't even make sense no no matter how you look at it yeah. so you you can't you can't predict it who is going to predict that jamie and brianne <laughs> were going to have like a a, a fuck fest and that Jamie was gonna like pull they played this house emo for a little shit, bit, and then and then just fuck off all in one episode. Who was gonna predict that Masadi just got fucking teleported from out of the water into King's Landing, and and that was gonna go down, and nobody was gonna know or how the fuck that happened or whatever. Yeah, like, nobody, it's crazy. Nobody's... And, it was, and it, funny enough too, I was watching her uh, Masande's outfit and stuff. She was all like dirty and scruffy and stuff, like, like yeah. And then I and then when I saw uh, the armies and shit, they were all like. You pristine, know, pristine, and looking good because they wanted to make her look like she's been through some. It's not like that army also swam out of the fucking ocean. <sighs> so fucking stupid, man! I fucking. But we don't know what time passed. We have right? no idea. We have no fucking. Could be clue. fucking three months. There's nothing to give us an idea. Yeah. You know, we don't we we don't know if Cersei's actually pregnant or if she's just using it as leverage, and so we can't even use her pregnancy as a a barometer. And why didn't why didn't Euron dude go? What the fuck when, when Tyrion, Tyrion when Tyrion said. said you know, think of your son or your or your, your baby. baby or whatever. Yeah, because that's harkening back. That's harkening back to Tyrion seeing Cersei put her hand over the wine glass. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why wouldn't he go? Well, what the fuck? How did you know that? Uh, I got her pregnant. Apparently, they want him to be really smart, but not all that smart. Okay. Okay. I guess. It's fucking stupid, man. Fuck. He might be the one that kills Cersei. He literally might be the one that kills Cersei when he finds out that the baby's not his or that it doesn't exist. It's possible. He might be the one that fucking goes crazy and kills her. Who knows at this point? I'd hate that, but who knows? I think this all ends in a a fucking Broadway musical and nobody dies and uh, they they pull back and there's a curtain and the curtain drops and that's all, folks. Looney Tunes shows up and Game of Thrones is over. Great. That's where I think it's going. All right. Well, let's move on. Uh, so I guess that's Tech it for support. that. Tech support. Tech let's see. Support. We can now that we're depressed. All right, let me refresh this real quick. Make sure we get all the questions in. Uh, I'm just going to answer this for Volkus. Uh, yes, I did see about the job fair stuff. Thank you very much. Um, Will asks, how many remotes do you have in your main TV and media room? Uh, so, oh, to my main room there, it's just three. 
I've got one for my cable box, one for my TV, and then one for the surround sound. Yeah, that's how many I have. Yeah. In that exact, my audio, my sound bar, yep. TV, cable box. cable box. I used to have it set up so that the sound bar and the TV were... All in one? All on one remote, and then... Uh, when I ended up getting the new cable box and I had to swap the remote, I just got too lazy and never bothered. Um, but I'm not a universal remote guy mm. as much as like some people get all up in their universal. I'm not remotes. into it. I don't care. I just don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> wait. This is an interesting... Okay, Mark asks... Mark, Mark Furry, not, Mark, not editor Mark. Uh, if you could have one thing that is perfect, always works, or is indestructible to be in your life, what would it be? Always works indestructible. Well, it doesn't have to be like all of those things, but just it's just it's always perfect. It always works exactly as it, how it needs to be. It never breaks. It's always, it's always there. It does exactly what it needs to do all Car. times. Car? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's easy. That's enough. a big expense too. Like when it that is. shit goes, when shit goes bad, you know, it costs you money all the time. That's a show. Just to have a fucking reliable car that just always does what it needs to do. Holding on to my Toyota until oh, the that'd day be the I fucking D- dream. I e that'd be the dream. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mr. Stars asks, I've been saying good luck have Batman for years, but I realize I don't know the origin of it. Care to explain? I can't explain that. So that's actually not my invention. Um, that's. Uh, Brad Shoemaker from Giant Bomb, um, many, 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 many moons ago, uh, back, I want to say this was either 2009 era for them, because Giant Bomb officially launched, I think, in 08. Uh, he was big into StarCraft in, oh no, so it would have been 2010, so he was big into StarCraft for that year, and, um, I can't remember why they, he started using it, but he started saying, instead of good luck, uh, have fun, uh, it was good luck have Batman, and then there was an entire like site meme that came out of it where the response to that was to say Batman, 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 and then somebody made a Batman, Batman, Batman dot com of which there were like three different Batmans. There was like a Green Lantern Batman and like a Samurai Batman and like a bunch of it got it got deep. All right, uh, early day memes on the internet, and uh, and so I I I was a huge uh, Game Spot follower uh, and Brad and and. Uh, Jeff and Ryan and and others were that that eventually formed Giant Bomb came from there, and I followed the the website religiously, and so um, that became part of my what was in my head, and and uh, it spawned from that, and that's where Good Luck Have Batman the origin comes from the origin story. So shout outs to Brad Shoemaker and the Giant Bomb crew. Um, Oh, by the way, guys, I see y'all talk about my knees all the time. I went and saw a specialist. Oh, you did uh, yesterday. How'd that go? Uh, it went okay. Um, there was something going on with uh, a tenant in the back of my knee. Okay. Um, and then there's also some really long word that I have no idea to explain what's going on with my knee popping all okay. the time. So they're sending me to do an MRI. So I'm on the list. I'm going right. to have to drive like an hour and a half to go get it, but uh, the, probably in the next two months, I'll get an mm-hmm. MRI. Then once they get the results, then we'll figure out 
What's going on there? Yeah, what kind of therapy I need or surgery. Oh, there you go. One of the two. Well, at least you started the process. Yeah, so I went and literally saw uh, an arthritis uh, joint special doctor specialist, yeah. and, and she's she was really good. So And I got to like... At the beginning, my knee wasn't popping, of course, of all the times where I needed you know, to do it. always the way it And then it, towards the end, I, I got it got it going. Got it so, going, yeah. so you could really see it, yeah. Yeah, that's always the worst. That was like my problem with my knees and stuff or whatever was happening. It was like, yeah, they're super loud if you just listen. And then it was like my joint was just <laughs> silent. Yeah. Like, well, fuck me. Uh, Brain Dr. Dre asks, what's your take on grand strategy games like uh, Europa Universalis and 4X games like Civilization? Uh, have you ever tried them? I have. I find them very long and boring, if I'm just going to be honest. I um, I like them conceptually. Yeah. Uh, I have tried 4X multiple times, and it's not like I hate them, but I just can't commit to them long term. Like, I, I, fi- I have fun for like the first five hours, and then I'm just done. Yeah. I've like, I've hit, I've hit my peak of forex it's uh the one that i've gone back to i've played a lot of is endless legend which i think is superior to civilization anyway um as far as grand strategy i haven't really dipped my toes into the waters with that uh but uh, many people in the community have they've tried to get me to play them for years and i keep telling them it's just not my bag uh but i like them they're super detailed fucking games i mean they're they're a game that you can like a campaign can last you a long time fucking long time so yeah great great games great genres but uh not not necessarily my thing but i I enjoy that they're uh that they exist uh eight nine ten asks do you guys think that role-playing so rp is the next big thing in gaming or will it stay limited to a few top streamers while everyone else just watches uh i talked about that on my stream like uh grand theft auto rp is really big right now it's like top three all the time i started playing it full time I'm in queue right now. Um, it's a tough... That's tough. I... No. I'm going to say no. Um, because how do you make a game specifically for RP um, that is interesting and that'll get... Well, it's called Second Life. It exists and has for a long time. Yeah. And people have been running that for forever, just not a Twitch thing. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking Twitch-wise, like pop, Twi- popular-wise. Twitch-wise, no, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are so uh, there are some games that, that RP does exist in, like, um, I know, the, and most of them are survival games. So any yeah. of the survival games is where the RP has, yeah. up until Grand Theft Auto, largely existed. Yeah. I think uh, I would like to see them attempt it, but I don't think that there is the problem. The problem that you find with RP and the reason why the number one main reason why I don't think publishers or developers will create RP games for the sake of RP is because you need to have it heavily moderated. And if you just have people go in good faith, there will always be people that'll be dicks, that'll grief, that'll that won't follow the rules, and take you out of your immersion, take you out of the RP experience. Even no Pixel is fighting that right now. They've had they've had bouts of. Well, I'm I haven't had any terrible experience uh, on No Pixel, <sighs> and No Pixel definitely people take it pretty serious. I mean, I don't I can't speak on what was came before me, 
But from what I've been experiencing over the last 16 days I've been playing, mm. um, people are very serious about RP. There's strict rules. It's extremely hard for people to get on to get on the server. Um, you know, it's very private for a reason. Uh, and I think that's what makes no pixel no pixel. I think if no pixel opened up seven different servers and said go have fun, uh, it'd be a shit show. I think the brand mm. would would suffer. I think. Uh, you know, people that are currently really good at RP and that are enjoying the the culture of it, they'll be it'll ruin their experience. So, um, you know, I th- I think it's going to boil down to, uh, no, I don't think it's mainstream enough. I don't think enough people. VR chat people are mentioning as well as another one that on Twitch did fairly well. It for did a while. very well for a while. Yeah. Um, Grand Theft Auto Five has just been lingering. I mean, it's yeah. been sticking around, and it doesn't seem like Grand it's, Theft Auto was like it's growing in it inadvertently built very well to have it, and they just so happen to have a community of modders that are like fucking gods. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy what which they is, do. Yeah. It'd be really cool if they did a Red Dead uh, RP. Yeah. Um, you know, Grand Theft Auto Six. Uh, just got leaked. Apparently, it's going to be uh, in San Andreas again. Um, so who knows what's going to happen with with Grand Theft Auto Six and if they bring mm. that over? Oh but, shit! Uh, Here we go again. CJ yeah, meme. I don't think. I, I don't think so. My answer is no. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I think that I think that RP is is going to be something that lends itself to games that aren't necessarily always directly built for it. Uh, and will continue to be a thing that is, you know, popular in pockets. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's, uh, like Jeff said, it's a, it's an absolute nightmare of moderation. I mean, you think about no pixel, there's a maximum player base right now on that server of what was it? 32. 30, 32. So, you know, trying to, it doesn't sound like a lot of people, but trying to, to corral that many people and that many personalities. And the thing that you run into inevitably is that sometimes, you know, these are all streamers. Uh, they're all ultimately vying for viewership and people to come in and watch them. Uh, they're people that, especially the No Pixel server, anyway. Yeah. They're people that um, are seeking out the more popular RP characters to in- inject their character into their storylines. Yeah, and sometimes you know if it doesn't mesh, you know, within the RP, they try and force their hand a little bit. Uh, I have a number of people in the community that have been uh, watching RP and GTA RP now for like years, uh, and they uh, what they say that the, you you end up seeing, and and this is a, apparently still kind of a thing on on No Pixel and some of the other major servers. There's only a couple of them, but is uh, are things like um, uh, the law enforcement start to power trip a little bit. They start to uh, put themselves into RP scenarios with characters when it doesn't really make sense, but they want to be part of that thing mm. uh, and vice versa. Like it gets to the point where uh, on some servers, people are putting together these like weekly or, or, or every few days or they have like a 16 man fucking bank heist mm. and there's four cops on the server mm. and it's literally impossible to fucking like keep on top of it. So, and, and, but that's the thing is that when you're a streamer, you're, you have, you're, you're in a constant, in a, in a uh, not a, like a, almost a one-upsman with yourself and with everyone else to kind of keep the storylines going, keep them interesting yeah. and fresh. Well, I think I and think get what, bigger and more well, bombastic. Yeah, I mean, I, I I honestly haven't experienced any of that yet. Um, well, I mean, and, this has been going from, for years. Yeah, though, but right? I mean, you know, I, I'm trying to uh, break in. and I've been doing a good job, uh, yeah. and I try not to be exactly that. Yeah. Um, that's why I create a lot of music, and and I kind of just let my 
let my clout. Well, so you're to speak. A, you're a unique situation in that you're not is a, like you're bringing a different flavor of RP that you know everyone else is playing kind of a more vanilla approach uh, to it, right? Yeah, I, I just try and be different, and it's been working out. But yeah, I mean, I, I know, I know, I see what you're saying. Um, I mean, ultimately, uh, it boils down to having good a good community. Um, there's, there's, there's no problem with interacting with people and even forcefully. So if it's good RP and it's done in a way that, uh, that is genuine and, uh, and you just, it's like one big improv comedy set Yeah, and you just got to know when you should speak, when you shouldn't speak. And unless you're somebody like you and I Mm. that have been together for years and years and we mm. just kind of know each other. I mean, mm. I can give you a look and tell you to shut the fuck up. Exactly. And you could give me a look and tell me to shut the fuck up yeah. without telling me to shut the fuck up. Exactly. But that comes with years of knowing each other and, and all that shit. On RP, you it's a little different because you don't know the people like that. Uh, you're playing characters and you are a streamer and you got to entertain. So you just got to kind of... if if. If you're if if you respect the person that you're RPing with enough, their community, your community, and you do it all right, it's a beautiful thing. And I can say, ninety eight percent of the time, that's what No Pixel is, and that's why No Pixel is the biggest and pretty much the only one of the only uh, major RP servers on Twitch that do huge numbers is because everybody, for the most part, is in a an agreement yeah. of a of a sportsmanship type thing yeah. that nobody's going to step on each other's uh, yes. toes, yes. Um, or at least not purposely, and that's what makes it well, and that's why I don't believe that the developers can make RP games specifically for RP yeah. because ultimately they could have the coolest atmosphere. They could have a cyberpunk 2077 or whatever it's called, 2049 or... 2077. 2077. But the RP could be shit. And the people that are conducting the stories is you got one guy just killing people for no reason and acting a fool. I think what what you alluded to was just make regular games and... If it's moddable, some are lend themselves and some to of them it. are just going to lend themselves to people yeah. that are going to go out their way. They're going to mod it, and if it catches fire, it catches fire. And you'd think games like role playing games would be, you would think that they would yeah. be like the the first place people would go to do role play, yeah. Because so many people take on their their characters in in MMOs uh, in in various ways that you'd think that that would be like, and they, that genre lends itself very yes. well to. Or on paper, it does, but and while some people do it, it's it doesn't really show no, up. It's survival games that you, that that, are, that are big things, stuff, right? and and that's what Summit's been trying to do. He's burnt out of uh, out of Grand Theft Auto, the Grand Theft Auto RP, and um, he's been uh, getting up servers. I know he's been working with a company for another game. I forget what it's called. Um, trying to get some RP. So unless there are a group of big influential streamers yeah. that want to say, all right, you know what? It's Summit, it's Shroud, it's fucking, I don't know, whoever else is big in the, maybe some people from the RP scene. Uh, you all want to get together Lyric and you want to do a week, even if a company paid them. Yeah. You want to get together and you want to tell your fans about this new game and let's go in and RP. That's the only way I see something just out of the blue becoming an RP sensation on right, Twitch right. is if some of the big influencers influence people to start RPing in that game. Mm. If not, it's just going to be more of the same. More survival uh, stuff with light RP because even in old H1Z1 days, I would 
play a character sort of Fran Lee. I'd call myself Fran yeah, Lee. Yeah, exactly. But there yeah. wouldn't be any real storylines. I'd no. just start acting like, what the You were, you were just I, playing a character. I was just playing a character yeah. that would act stupid. Yeah. In real RP, there's real characters, real consequence, real storylines, you know, even to the point where you can die and your character just dies and then it affects everybody on the server because yeah, a character yeah. died, right? So it's like living a second life. And that's not something that a, that a company can just make. I mean, that's the dream, right? To build a game that is so engaging that your consumer is willing to pretend that they are living another life in your game yeah. all the time. Yeah. You don't just make games and people suddenly become that. It's got to organically happen. I, Which, it, again, is what you would think people that are doing MMORPGs would, would be do. trying to create, yeah. right? But they're too busy sitting there grinding out, you know, mounts and fire capes. Exactly. Uh, Janik asks, I uh, have been a huge fan and lurker since the beginning of Lag TV. Hey, thank you. Uh, you guys have done a dope show. What do you guys think about universities in Canada compared to the rest of the world? My sister is about to move to Saskatoon from Denmark. Oof. Fuck, that's a light switch. Uh, what's your hot take on Saskatoon? Well, it's not hot. It's a bumfuck nowhere shit, shit fest. That's pretty much it. I mean, it's a sketch one. So, you know, lots of fields. Uh, there's a very, saying, very cold winters. There's a saying that your dog could run away and it would take three days because it's so flat out there that you could physically see your dog running away. It's like the ocean for three days. Yeah. Um, it's really, I mean, now depending on where you're, where you're coming from in Denmark, it could be similar, not wildly different <laughs> yeah. or it could be vastly, vastly different. different. Brace, I mean, it's not Manitoba, but still brace for cold fucking winters. Oh. Um, oh. And, you know, as far as, uh, you know, sporting events and stuff like that, they have, um, is it the Rough Riders for CFL out of Saskatchewan? I don't know. I uh, no like idea. there's some, but it's not like, it's not like a, it's not like a hub, like a city would be uh, in like Toronto or Vancouver. So you're not going to have like a lot of concerts or things of that nature. Uh, it's going to be, it's, it's farmland. You're in farmland is basically where you're at when you're out there. Uh, so, uh, that, I mean, I, uh, th that's what you should expect is that you're going to farmland. Have fun. It's not that it's bad. It's not that it's good. It's you just, might like you're going, space. you might like it. You're going to farmland. It's quiet. Uh, yes, exactly. It's quiet. Um, Peaceful. Yeah. I, uh, I want to say. If I'm not, I, I don't want to say this for sure. I can't remember if it's Manitoba or Saskatoon or something like. It's in that that grain belt somewhere. But the crime rate is higher than a lot of places in the city, uh, or or in the rest of the country, I should say. Uh, so maybe just double check on that one and don't walk around at night, mm. uh, which is you know pretty much anywhere anyway. But let's be real: when you live in a place like that, what else are you gonna do? I well, mean, to get excitement. I mean, you start fucking sh some shit up. You either fuck your cousin or you rob somebody. <laughs> It's true. That's pretty much or it. Maybe both at the same time. Or maybe time. both at the same time. That's right. Rob them and fuck them. Maybe rob with your cousin and fuck yes. them at the end. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's what really gets the gears turning. You never know. Uh, but as far as universities in Canada, you know, comparatively to the rest of the world, we're like middling. We're like middle of the pack. Uh, we have a couple. There's a couple of schools in Toronto that are that are considered like on the global scale to be, you know, top tier. Uh, but. Uh, the rest of them are, you're, you're just, you're looking at middle of the pack. They're, they're good enough that we're getting flooded from people, uh, out of, uh, uh, the Asias 
to get the to get their paper and then go home. So it's good enough. It's good enough at least hey, for that. Get your diploma and get out, Saskatchewan. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it's it's not like it's there, we're we're not we're not in in the U.S. where there's you know the Ivy League you know crazy shit. It's not like there's MIT floating around up here. But we do have a couple of of notable universities. But like I said, most of them are in uh, like the Toronto region. Last one, Alexa uh, Alexa asks, if you had a budget of ten thousand dollars to travel anywhere for two weeks, where would you go and what would you do? And he said, no cheating or the uh, yeah, no cheating and saying you'd blow ten grand on casinos, Jeff. <laughs> you know me too well. Uh Japan. That's my my Japan. Pretty springtime. Yeah. Cherry Blossom Festival sounds like fire. Give me some street food. Yeah. Make give me uh, a scenery I've never seen before. Give me up into the mountains. Give me out of the city. But so you know, I, I see some of the city. Get outside of the city. Get a little bit mixture of both. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and take in a little bit of that of that culture. Get some sushi. It's. Japan is like the one place that I wish I had visit before I had a kid. Mm. You know, because there's been times in my well, life. You have to wait a few years and bring your kid with you. No. <laughs> no. Hell no. Too much travel. I'm not a big. I'm, every time I've traveled and I've seen little kids traveling with their parents, I used to it's snark just at a them. Bad time. Yeah, and they're you're crying. They can't enjoy it. Yeah, they can't that's a long appreciate it. You know, the, the, the closest thing I get, I think, when I travel with my son will be probably when he hits like seven, eight years old. I'll take him to Disney World, and I probably wouldn't do it. Like, the earliest, earliest I would do it would be, like, six, seven. Because I would want those memories to be ones that they could remember or at least remember parts of it, Mm. like what it was like to be there. Because even when I was seven years old, I mean, I didn't do anything. I didn't have family vacations or I didn't do anything that would have been, like... But there are parts of my childhood that I do remember, and I think that if my son was old enough like six or seven, eight years old, that he would at least remember when he's older or when he's, you know, growing up, the family vacation. Yeah. Uh, or at least look at pictures and then remember yes, and have, and have memories, of, memories it, yeah. of it. Opposed to going to Disney World when they're three or four. And well, that's what, that's what I meant when I said waiting a few years yeah. was... Like a long eight, time? Eight, eight, eight years, years old? Yeah, that's quite... Uh, you yeah. Know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you know it is what it is, I, and plus you know I think I think going to Japan would be something that I would want to do. Honestly, it's, it sounds weird, but I think it's something I'd want to do it either by myself or with friends. Yes, like yeah. I, I don't even think I'd want to do it with my wife. I think it would be, and I don't think she'd enjoy it all that much. Honestly, mm. it's one of those things I'd want to be like go go with friends that really love the culture. Yeah, that you know the whole anime scene, the whole uh, sushi scene, the whole. Just being part of that thing and just appreciate the culture, like to really soak up. We're not talking about going to fucking Dominican for a week or the Las Vegas for a weekend. I'm talking like get somebody else that has always wanted to go to Japan and fucking go and do all those things. Backpack, go and stay in fucking really cool, authentic Japanese type huts or whatever the fuck they got going on there. Pardon my, you know. Uh, well, it depends my, on where you go. Yeah, you're either going to sleep in a place that's if it's the summertime, you're sleeping in a place that's largely you know paper walls and yeah. And, but and I'd love to be able to experience open, all that. Open right? doors because it's so warm, and you know you're out in the woods, you know, kind of out in the mountains. Or if you're in the city, you know, you can get anything you want in Japan. I mean, the shit's crazy there. I mean, it's it's 
you and anywhere you go, the the cultures that exist in in the various places, like any major city, you get these pockets. Like you were just talking about, you know, huge anime titties and video game shit. You're mm. going to Akihabara and, you know, places like that. Although Akihabara is not what it used to be. If you talk to people that went there like 15, 20 years ago and go back there now, it's like a kind of a shell, comparatively speaking. But nevertheless, still like one of those places that you'd want to go see. And and for me, just the the, the Cherry Blossom Festival oh, just so dope. fucking fire, bro. It'd be, dope. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be a fire. dope. It'd be a dope trip. And it's not, and I'd, I'd need at least two weeks. I'd need to be there for two weeks. Like oh, I'd, yeah. I'd have to be, I'd be like it'd have to be a two week thing. Oh, and, I, yeah. and I'd go. I wouldn't be the type of guy who'd sit in one hotel. Yes. And fucking stay in that circle. I'd want to stay like in one part. Fucking travel. Stay in another area. Travel. See some history. Learn some things. Educate myself. Yep. Eat amazing food. Yep. You know, eat shit that I never thought I'd try and eat, but just yep. to say I've done it. That's the Japan trip that I'd pick. And then for ten grand, I think you could do it. I, oh, I think yeah. that's probably what it would cost between it would be eight and ten that, grand. Yeah. yeah, it would be about to get that. a good two week trip in Japan where you're not like being frugal, frugal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It'd be so much fun. Exactly. Be it for me. Um, uh, and that's it, that's ladies it. and gentlemen. That's the show. It's technical alpha. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Mm. It was a lengthy one. Yeah, it's a lengthy one, but it's a good one. It's good. Head on over to Patreon.com/slash/LightTV. If you want to join the community there, you want to uh, help support us financially, maybe have some StarCraft for us, maybe you don't. Either way, head on over there. Uh, also, YouTube.com slash LagTV2 for the clips for the show where we put up all that stuff so that you guys can uh, maybe watch some segments that are easier for you to digest or share with other people. Uh, and yeah, keep an eye out and an ear out. We'll be continuing to talk more about uh, the World Vision stuff as we get closer to the event. Yep. Uh, and the uh, the StarCraft content and other stuff that comes with it. A lot of people have been asking about E3. It's probably going to be the same thing as it has been every other year. Uh, I'll be watching all of the stuff live as much as I can, doing live reactions and then doing recaps that will go to the RSS feeds. If Jeff is available, I'll he's not missing in. something else, he'll pop in and uh and and do it like we have done in the past. But there and then when the and then when the podcast shows up, we'll have like a proper talk sit down talk about everything there as well so you'll get you'll get coverage multiple ways in that regard lots of e3 coverage that's right uh and i'm always looking for this is gonna be i think this is gonna be a pretty wild e3 especially with the new consoles yeah some shit going down at this e3 so looking forward to that but ladies and gentlemen thank you once again it's been an absolute pleasure uh we appreciate all of you for supporting us continuing to show up share the podcast with somebody if you think they like it and until we see you guys next time peace